What's up, y'all? This is the Organized Mess. It's your boy, Sans. I'm with my friends, Justice. Hi, I'm playing Sudoku. <laughs> oh, I'm you, actually. Me, too. It's crazy. Um, A2. What's good, bro? What's good, everybody? What's happening, man? Um, Tony. Howdy, doody. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and uh, November. Damn, I'm too white for this shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's her thing. It's got to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, stop believing. Like I said, oh, like I said, we're mess. You can follow on, uh, of course, on Anchor. You can uh, find us on Spotify. You can also find us on our YouTube channel. Um, so tonight we're gonna talk about the music video that has been trending uh, pretty, uh, pretty recently. Um, I believe everyone has. Heard the song at least once, right? Yes, I have. And the song is called, like the title said, it's called Snowflakes. Uh, I reacted myself, and I refuse to, you know, I refuse to talk about certain things on my channel. But like I said, um, I'm gonna try to open up more of my opinion. And of course, talk to friends about it. And um, for those of you who don't know, um, Tom McDonald is a independent art uh, he's known for making songs for like uh controversial and heavy topics um mainly to get to get people to think about what really goes on in the world he believes this is what the world and society needs desperately just to talk about certain things um people say he's a pretty cool guy all around um but he just wants to get this stuff out there so people can just like be aware of what's going on recently um he purchased a beat um that was produced by eminem which is, I guess, that's one of his biggest songs that he's made. That's just recently. I haven't heard of it, but but I just want to put that out there. Even Eminem has, you know, given him his beat. Um, and um, yeah, so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna read over every single lyric, and then we're just gonna talk about each part. Is that okay with everybody? Yeah, okay. I'm looking at the lyrics, still processing them right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so. First part of the lyrics is, if you lie to the government, they'll put you in prison. But when they lie to all of us, it's called being a politician. Facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> simple. Yeah, true. Yeah. Simple as that's that. Very it simple. Is very that's very true. Yes. Yeah, so simple. Glad we all agree on that one because that was like mm-hmm. right off the bat. Damn, that is completely true. It's crazy that like. Like, really, the only way you can go against that is by saying, like, well, to be fair, politicians make these promises before knowing what it's like in office and realizing how hard it's going to be to actually get these things passed so we can't blame them for not keeping all their promises. That's the only way you can really defend politicians on the instance of them being liars. Yeah, but you know, reason, because, I don't know, it's... Like, the only one I would have given that excuse to is those who aren't involved in politics before. Like, if you already have been, like, a yeah. vice president or a congresswoman or man, and then you just basically got a promotion within the White House itself, you should know better than to make promises you can't keep. Like, like yeah. oh, I'm going to, like, Trump all just these joined in for like, being a celebrity. So, like, I wasn't surprised, yeah. like, if he just went into the White House and wondering, why are my bills passing? Well, you didn't know how our government worked. That's why. <laughs> but, yeah. like, Certain certain yeah. politicians don't have that excuse. They're just straight up lying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it works. It's vice versa. It goes for everybody. So it's, it's kind of 
it's sad how it's kind of become like second nature that if you're a public servant like that, like your second nature is lying. Like that's what I feel. See, about and what's worse is like you go to jail like lying under oath, right, in a courtroom. Like mm-hmm. if if you're if you commit perjury, right? Mm-hmm. We swear in all of our officials before meetings. Like when you become a, a senator, a representative, or a president of the United States, you get sworn in for a four-year-long oath. And yet, if you lie on that oath, you serve no consequences of it compared to the average citizen always serving the consequences of that oath. Like in my mind, it's basically the same stance of perjury. All right. Um, before I even get to the next lyric, I just want to point out, what is that noise? Probably coming from Tony's end. There's nothing coming from my end. No. Yeah, I mean, fine. I have yeah. animals in the background, like I already told you, so y'all expect that. I was wondering, it's like, are you washing dishes, Tony? No, I'm eating this. Um, I went to Target, and I got these caramel coconut chips. They're actually really good. Oh, so he's just smacking. <laughs> I, hear, I hear, like, Clanging of noise. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's literally coconut, like dried coconut chips. Oh, like that's, I didn't that's why. About. I got you. I didn't know what you're talking about. So, like, that's why it's like sounds like so grainy, but it's actually really good. <laughs> okay, well, you can edit that out, Antoine. Um, so back to the next part of the lyrics. Um, it says, "You think taking guns away will save our kids from killings, but your pro-choice abortion." kills way more children this is uh, why i'm happy to be an independent and not mm-hmm. a democrat because so, this yeah, doesn't I, apply to me i am pro-gun but i also am pro-choice yeah <laughs> that doesn't apply to me so this is actually something that this is actually something i didn't want to point out like i, I like there are certain topics i don't want to talk about simply because like i'm an independent i'm just not interested nor that i have like the like i'm not knowledgeable about certain stuff like this but like like in Texas, it's no you no longer need a license to own a handgun. I was so happy about that because it would make it so much easier for I know like my mom to be able to protect herself in the area that we live in and for me to protect myself as well when I move out. Like instead of having mm-hmm. to go through like of course like I'm gonna hold myself responsible to making sure I know all the knowledge and training of how to handle a firearm, like on yeah. my own. But I don't have all the time in the world to like set time aside to go to classes and get a certain amount of hours to get my license for that so i was honestly pretty excited about that i mean other yeah. people may not be because yeah. of course there's always going to be some irresponsible people who take advantage of that but yeah. I'm, I'm from texas everyone owns a gun around me and i already feel unsafe so might as well have one of my own <laughs> if, if i could Justin, before we go ahead i'm sorry i'm sorry I, I, I don't, you, y'all know me, y'all know I'm not, not like traditionally like into like rap music. Y'all know I'm not traditionally like into like hip hop. Like I'm more of like an ACDC, like Guns N' Roses, um, Rolling Stones kind of guy. Do you not know who myself. I am? <laughs> No, I know who you are. Like, so like listening to this, like this was definitely, listening to this song and like hearing how controversial like these lyrics are, it's definitely like a refreshing change a pace. I'm so glad you said that, man. Because like it reminded me when Jordan Lucas did "I'm Not a Racist." Yeah, like, oh, that's, that's exactly what it reminded me of. Yes, and it's like this is ten times that. He like mm-hmm. I like, here's the thing. I know like I've gotten I've gotten quite a lot of dislikes on my video. Like, but it's like I think it's because people are just not used to, to just 
for stuff to be like put in their face you know even if it's whether it's true or not it's just like people are just not used to that when people like when i'm not racist came out people just hated on him and they didn't even know like mm-hmm. his race either they were like 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 the very first like 15 seconds they're like yo this is not it you know like Ooh, I honestly loved I'm Not Racist. Pretty, I, yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah, I really did. It was real nice. Um, that's why I subscribed to him. I was like, yo, this is stuff that people do need to listen to and have like a good conversation about. So that's why we're doing this now. And um, yeah, um, I don't know. Do we have to explain anything more about the lyrics? Uh, just in general, like. I can see, like, it took me a minute. Like, I had to sit there and kind of process a lot of these lyrics for, for a second. Because at first, yeah. like, you know, listen, I was completely taken aback, completely offended. And I was like, wait, give me a second here. <laughs> wait a minute. I was like, it's mainly because, like, the way it sounds, like, the way he's stating it is so yeah. simplistic. But the issues he's talking about aren't. Yeah. Like they're not as simple as the way he's stating it. So it automatically makes you want to get defensive. Yeah, which is good. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's almost like, um, he just wants to, it's a, it's a good way to get people aware of what he's doing in a way. I mean, like, I wasn't truly offended and, uh, I wasn't like uncomfortable at all because, like, I was raised by Christian realists. So, like, this is the, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was already, my eyes were already open to a lot of this stuff. The reason why it's more apparent now is because, like, it's filmed and it's all over, like, social media. So that's why mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's more apparent, even though it's been, a, it's like, all this stuff has been happening for a long time. This is nothing new. So, yeah, I mean, like, what he said about the, I wasn't too sure about the pro abortion, like, the pro choice abortion kills women and children. But um, a lot of people has been sending me like links and facts um, and like sources of what he says is true. And if that's the case, I mean, that is kind of like an opening that like. You see, but when it comes to like, like, let's see, how do I, how do I state this? When I say yeah. I'm pro-choice, I'm not exactly saying I am pro-abortion. Like yeah. personally for me, it's something I would never do. But mm-hmm. at the same at the same time, I realize that like I'm not other people, right? So I have to respect that I'm not gonna have the same decisions as other people as well. So when it comes to that issue, I also have to like basically analyze why is the issue so high in the first place? Like why is it constantly coming up in debate? Why why are these numbers going up? And it, like when people try to bring up saying, "Hey, if you want this to go down, how about instead of trying to force like literal children because like you remember the, the bill in texas got passed recently uh that said uh no abortions past six weeks and there was a 13 or 14 year old i can't remember the exact age um who was impregnated by her grandfather who had to travel out of state to get an abortion so like i like i don't think <laughs> like as much as i like I want the numbers to go down. I don't think any woman in the world wants like wants that to be her only option or her first option to go to. Right. So it's honestly comes down to the root of teaching proper sex education and like hmm. especially when it comes to teenagers because it's happening as we notice at, at a younger and younger age every year hmm. and them not knowing any better. So yeah. and that's yeah. just because at, at the same time the same people voting for these conservative bills against abortion are also the same people 
going anti-sex education because they're conservative. It's like shooting yourself in the foot at this point. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that was that was definitely well done. The way you, the way you said that, that was definitely well done. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's the like I feel like like you said about like how the youth are just like just don't know how to handle it. It's like it could also be one that's like poor parenting in a way because like when we're in high school, we kind of like. <sighs> It's kind of unfortunate to say this, but we kind of just learn from each other, even though, like, our friends don't know shit. That's what, you know, like... You learn the most in high school, honestly. (laughs) Mainly from each other, but because you learn it from each other, you never know if it's accurate or not. Exactly. That's that's also the problem. That goes for a lot of things, you know, whether it's sex or, you know... Honestly, I would support a bill that's, like, at age, I don't know, 13, 12, that doctor... Doctors are allowed to ask parents to leave the room to talk to their children when it comes to speaking on situations about sex education or anything dealing with that. Because no kid's going to sit and, like, especially if they had had sex, sit in the doctor's office with their parents sitting there when that when the doctor asks the question, it's like, have you been sexually active? But it's going to be a no. <laughs> it's going to no be doctor. an immediate no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's so awkward, man. It is so awkward. It's like you see, you see, I see my mom. See my mom peeking around the corner. She can be that eyebrow look. She like peeking around uh, the corner. No, no, no. My mom's sitting like right there in the chair, like right next to me. Like the doctor's like, "Have you been sexually active, Tony?" I'm like, "Uh," and then she's like, "You think?" She's like, "Well, <laughs> well." No, oh, it's like, the most <laughs> uncomfortable thing in your entire life with your mother. Nothing else can top that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, lucky for me, because, you know, I was an obedient, respectful child, I never had to really deal with the problem of feeling awkward about it, especially since I have a good relationship with my mom. So when the question just came up, I would just think it was silly. I'm like, ah, no, and just move on with my life. So, but again, I'm, not, I'm a different type of breed. I'm a different type of child. Not everyone is like me, and there's going to be those kids that mess up. And if they mess up, they shouldn't be ashamed about it, especially when they need to talk about it to make sure that if the situation, well, I'm not saying the situation, if the uh, interaction continues, that they're at least doing it safely or are so mm-hmm. terrified of it after hearing what, the po- what could possibly go wrong to never do it again. Honestly, support this scare a- tactic. Like, STDs, we've been through them. You gave us a couple of them. It's not working anymore. (laughs) Go a bit deeper. Talk about defects. Talk about if we don't know the exact DNA of our partner and we get pregnant, that we could probably end up with a messed up gangrene child. Like, terrify him. You know how many women this year are never wanting to have children because they saw a video on how a pregnancy works? Like when you have to go give birth, and like oh, something, yeah. and then they're like, "Yeah, sometimes you can split open, and uh, and the doctors have to switch you back up." If you wanted us to never have sex in our lives again and never worry about teenage pregnancies, show us a video of a woman's uterus splitting in half as a baby's coming out of her, and you never gotta worry about it. Best birth control in the world. Honestly, although that would be very gruesome, probably a lot of parents are not gonna like agree with that. But honestly, I would support that. Like that's gonna get people like you have to show them. Like okay, so I don't know if you ever guys had like certain talk about like drinking and driving, where they mm-hmm. would like like a guest speaker come in, 
he or she would have the like would show like images of what you know what happened to that person. Like mm-hmm. they can do that with sex. They can, you know, like you know. Honestly, enough it. hasn't happened with texting and driving to stop it yet. I'm waiting till till they get that yeah. way with texting and driving as well. No. Yeah. <clears throat> like, here's the thing. I feel like, <laughs> let's see. There was a I can't remember what it was, but there's like a current trend going around of like people saying, "What's something that your parents told you that was a lie?" And tell me when you figured out that it was a lie. And like one girl was like saying, "My mom told us that uh, if we smoked weed." we would uh, poop in our pants because it was a thing that ran in the family. And it was like it happened to our cousin, happened to our uncle. So anytime they went to a party and someone offered them weed, they would say no because they were afraid they would poop in their pants in front of their friends. Like, we need certain <laughs> tactics like that <laughs> to just prevent things. You know, just like, that's in that moment. It's okay to lie. Terrify your child. Oh, tell t- lie. <laughs> but they will learn in high school what the proper stuff is. But just like you know, terrify yeah. for a bit, cause a little bit of childhood trauma. That's funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, justice. If politicians can lie, you know, maybe the parents can too. So, well, they yeah. tell you about Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth yeah, Fairy. Parents- like okay. they lie parents here already. Parents also like second nature to lie. No, uh, my mom said, "Listen, there is no Santa, there is no Easter Bunny, there is no Tooth Fairy." God damn. Lie. Yo, here's the thing. That's what my mom did too. You don't get a childhood. Oh no, I still had a childhood. My mom told me from the beginning that Santa Claus wasn't real, and I got in trouble in kindergarten for telling the kids in class that Santa wasn't real. Uh, They had like literally my kindergarten teacher had to take me out into the hallway and was like, "Justice, you can't tell these kids that Santa Claus isn't real." And I go, "But why not?" He said, "Well, some of them actually believe that Santa Claus is real." And I just go, "Well, why would we let them believe a lie?" Right. <laughs> she, right. she, she just goes, exactly. "Well, she goes, me and you are, you know, we're a little bit smarter than the others, okay? Like we know that, but they don't know that yet. The parents have to be yeah. able to tell them, not us." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then Easter came around, and I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I, I, if you're from my kindergarten class and you end up recognizing who I am, I am so sorry. <laughs> like, uh, my bad. I probably destroyed your entire childhood. My bad, G. But now, my here's bad. the thing. My dad was in the military, and he didn't know that my mom told me those things weren't real. So anytime I lost a tooth and he was in town, I still put it under my pillow so I would get money. Mood. Even though I knew it was him. So I'm like, Dad, I was like, yeah. I lost a tooth. Look, look, I'm going to hide it under my pillow for the tooth fairy, quote unquote. <laughs> He's like, okay, that's great. Not knowing that I already knew the tooth fairy didn't exist. <laughs> I became a crook. Wow. I really... <laughs> Play your military family, kids. That's what I'm teaching you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so... Um... So the next lyric was, if America is so terrible and racist, it probably isn't safe to encourage immigration. Just saying, all the contradictions are embarrassing. You know who hates America the most? Americans. Trigger warning. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> Let, let's, um, <laughs> let's take a minute. I want to take a I'll, moment if of I silence. Can, I want to ta- yeah. <laughs> moment of silence. <laughs> let's, moment for our call. <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh my goodness. Uh, We're gonna let her keep singing. I wanted to go in because um I'm a first generation American, so like this line 
the, these two, if America is so terrible and racist, it probably isn't safe to encourage immigration. Just saying. I just, like, as a first generation, you guys know that I'm Egyptian. My parents came from Egypt in the 90s. So, like, I was, I was raised, I was raised pretty whitewashed, I'm not going to lie. So I was raised to love America and, like, love all the great things about America. And so, like, and I still have people in Egypt. I still have family in Egypt trying to get them to come over. So um, I, it's, I just took kind of kind of personal because of that, because I still have people like I still have. I'm still trying to I'm still waiting for the day that my aunt, my mom's sister can come over to this country. And I'll finally be able to get to see her again because I haven't seen her since I was like four years old, like three years old. And so that's why this one kind of like kind of hit me hard but also like when it comes to like racism in america i didn't really have to deal with a lot of racism which is weird growing up because like like the first time that i had like any sort of racism like towards me or like anything that i knew was like about racism was mm. when i was 14 years old i was in english i was in english and these kids, I told these kids I was Egyptian, and so they called me a terrorist. Wait, what? That's yeah. that even, is that even that the right region? More. Wait, did they no. teach geography? <laughs> I know that sounds racist, really bad, but like, if, there, if you're gonna be racist, at least be a smart racist and like, no, the like geography. Like the whole, part, the whole <laughs> concept of racism is stupid anyway, but like, yeah, like telling these. Like these oh, kids, you're Egyptian? Like, <laughs> Go yeah, like, somewhere. Sit I was, down. I was, I was 14 years old when this happened. Like, that was... I know a lot of people that, like... Um, uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, you know the gentleman... Let me look his name. Hold up. Clickety-clack. Click-clack. Daryl Davis. Okay. Yeah, if y'all do, y'all know who Daryl Davis is. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's the he's the gentleman who like he attended KKK meetings, and so I remember he was doing a TED talk, and he was telling me how like I think he was like maybe like seven nine years old. He was in the Boy Scouts, and that was his first interaction with like racism when he was like walking in a parade and like some white people were, like throwing shit at him, and so. Like, I, I didn't have that kind of experience at, like, such a young age. Like, nothing, like, physical and nothing so, at, like, such a young age. I had something a little later, and it was just some kids in a classroom being assholes, more or less. So, yeah. to hear that in this line, in this song, America is so terrible at race, it probably isn't safe to encourage immigration, just saying. Like, and then going into, which kind of ties into this the other thing, the other line, like literally like two lines later, you know who hates Americans the most? Americans. That is very true because as immigrants, we come to this country because we love this country because we're trying to get away from the shit from our country because we're told that America is such a great country. America's the greatest country on earth. America's better economy. You can have, you can get education. They can have, this is all the stuff that my parents told me, like this is why they came to this country. And so the people saying, that this place doesn't like immigrants, even though we're encouraging immigrants, it is contradictory. And all the contradictions are embarrassing. And so I say, if you don't like this country, thankfully, 
Like we, we have a constitution. We have where we have a very liberal constitution compared to like the some of the countries in like the Middle East, for example. Like I know this one woman in Libya went to Egypt. She called Egypt a son of a bitch country on Facebook, and then they tried to imprison her for like five years, like dead out. And then, mm-hmm. but of course, if I was to call America a son of a bitch country on Facebook, that's my that's my constitutional right. I can do that, and so. I think, I think it's very how people view America. It definitely, I think Americans, I don't want to say they take it for granted what they have, but I think they don't understand um, like how some of these other countries, how these other countries have it. And so when they hear people like, coming like, oh yeah, we came to America because it's a great country. We love country. We love this country. And their Americans are here shitting on America. Like, they're the ones who hate it the most. It's just... Ah, it's makes it hard, man. No, Tony, I, I agree. We actually know. Like, you can't... I mean... It's a, fa- it's a fair... It's, from his perspective, it's, it's a very fair uh, view. Yes. He mm-hmm. said, we do take it for granted. You don't have to say, like, we do. Yeah, I don't. Thing. I take every advantage of every opportunity I get. Yeah, most, yes, most, because we are, because we are humans. We, you know, like we, we will, you know, we will. I take love America minute. only during the Olympics. Oh. I would just like to point that out. <laughs> that's the only time you accurately see. That's the only time you ever see me chant USA. <laughs> is during the Olympics. That that is true. USA is basically dominant in every sport. Like I, I can't <laughs> help it. Like I got um, some. That's when I have pride. I have pride in America when we are winning things and when we are actually doing good. And that's when I'm like, yes. That's mm-hmm. what I love about this country. There's things that I love about it and there's things that I hate about it. Right, of course. It's, and it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's not saying shit. I love everything about America. Like, I don't saying... hate America. I hate Americans. Yeah, I don't um... hate America. <laughs> I'd say I, 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 hate, I hate some people in America. As a I'd Texan, I hate Americans. I do not identify <laughs> as American. I identify as a Texan. As a Texan, I hate these liberals. Just point on Ohio's now country. And like specifically, when it comes to people saying like the people who hate America, right? I would like Mm -hmm. to point out that a lot of the times our isolated hate for America is towards the white American population. Mm -hmm. And, And someone explained it the best that I heard recently was like, here's the thing. We can like a white person, like the individual, because you know, case by case basis. But white people all together, no, not gonna happen. Nah. <laughs> like, and I yeah. November, great. Yeah, case by case basis. I love November, and she is a white person. Love that white person. Uh, it's impossible people, to love everyone. <laughs> of, yeah, it's impossible to love everyone of one race. It's like, oh, like, all my Asians race are doesn't all love me. What great. makes all me think I'm gonna love yours? <laughs> so, Honestly, like, though. No. It goes for honestly, for like honestly, for any race to me, because I just hate hmm. everybody. So, oh, that's a mood, though. That's a mood. <laughs> like, it would just wouldn't it be so much easier if either everyone was all black or everyone was all white? No, no, actually, no. Change what? It. If everyone yeah. was all white. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not talking like genocide. No. All the colored people. I'm talking about like if all of us came from Mother Africa, Mother Africa was somehow in the polars, and all of us came out to just be different complexions of yellow, 
That's what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about like I mass like genocide. Yellow. Different complexions of yellow, like with the fucking Simpsons. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. If we lived in a, you remember that one episode of the Simpsons where it's like all the white people disappeared and they, wait, no, that wasn't the Simpsons. What was it? Family? Was it Family Guy? Was it Family Guy? I know yeah, what you're talking about. The episode um, of Family Guy where like all the white people and like all the black people showed up. Like, imagine if we lived in a society where race didn't matter because you ever, let's just say everyone was colorblind, right? You just couldn't, you just didn't know. <laughs> And we'll just, just to find a way to like find some sort of like disagreement, whether it's race or not. We're, we're like, that's like, just but here's the, the disagreements would probably be more valid. Like, let's just say we were mm-hmm. all like okay. self reproducing cells, right? Yeah, <laughs> but like, there was, okay. no, there was no male, no female, no race. There, the only thing we're probably fighting about is religion. <laughs> I'm it sorry, really but there's like a complete silence for me. The other person... <laughs> <laughs> breathe, Justice, breathe. I'm breathing, I'm breathing, I'm breathing, okay? You're angry okay. breathing. You are getting <laughs> way <laughs> into that. I'm not angry Which there's breathing. no problem getting into recover. that. It's just... I am trying to recover myself, right? I am trying to recover because I don't know how to articulate what I'm meaning exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It if happens, no one cares but... anything about anyone, we would be better off. Now, I did say, like, what if everyone was just all black? And then I remembered, oh, colorism is a thing. Because there's yeah, racism yeah. within the own black community. That's within why I was like, scratch that. Sense. If everyone was white, because all white pasty people look like the same white pasty people. Some just tan a bit better. So, like. <laughs> I'm just too white for this. What will the argument be on? Who has the better tan? <laughs> I don't think. Okay. I don't think. Right. Okay. Kind of responding to your argument, I don't think <clears throat> I don't think there's anything wrong with like. <clears throat> sorry, was the M and M's, but um. No, but um. Peanuts? Are they peanut M and M's? Are peanut butter M and M's? Yes. Oh, peanut, peanut yo, you guys, silent. You're like, okay, listen. Are they this? Are they the pretzel M and M's? Yes, they're the they're the peanut M and M's. I got all the food. I got all the snacks for this podcast. Yo, I guess. Hey, yo, I'll hook you up. Just come to Texas. Sweet. All right. Wait, can I meet up with you? Wait, where are we going? (laughs) (laughs) Just come to my house. I I got you. Peanut and yams. No, okay, but in response to your, like, theory of, like, what if we were just all, like, white or black? Or what if we were all just, like, one race? I don't think that would really... Please do not take this literally. I'm just saying, let's eliminate I, I, I am. the race. <laughs> I am. Well, right, I'm going to take it Ethnics, I don't know. What culture would we, what, the European culture versus the American pop culture? What is white people culture in America? Do we have, we don't I have mean, a white your culture. culture. I mean, look, your culture is your culture. I think the problem is. We have I don't know what my culture is. All I know is that I'm black. <laughs> your culture can be whatever it wants to be. You have you as a person. That you, is a lie. You own... Yes, <laughs> there is no. black culture. I'm just currently not accepted in it. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can, but like I'm saying, like as a person, you can accept your own. You can accept your own values. You can accept your own beliefs, traditions, and I mean that isn't that really like all a culture is just like people, a community. Following the same traditions and beliefs and holding yes, the same but values. I have yet to see one in America that wasn't stolen. True, very true. But I mean, that same argument can be applied to all cultures. They're all stolen. They're all taken from somewhere. 
We don't know. But there's a difference between saying, passed down and stolen, if that makes sense. Yeah. Certain cultures get passed down, others get wiped out, and other ones get stolen. Yeah. Most of natives got wiped out, and what's left is currently being stolen. And why sure, but you think there was you think but there was only like Incans, there were only Aztecs, there were only Mayans, there were only no, there were of course more. Are we going back to Adam and Eve because it was just two naked people walking through bushes? Are we going all the way back to Adam and Lilith? (laughs) Which was just a woman not wanting to be with a man while also being naked walking through bushes. (laughs) (laughs) We've gotten so far up that. I don't even remember. When there was a Pangea? Wait, if we're talking about Adam and Eve, they're the first ever naked and afraid. What of justice? Yeah. Most people don't even know what a Pangea Patrick, is. It's Adam and Lilith that were the first it's, naked in their Okay, Pangea, for everybody who doesn't know, Pangea is the super continents all together. Yeah, it's yes. all the continents on Earth put together to make one giant pancake on Earth. That shouldn't yeah. happen again in our current climate. <laughs> Imagine just randomly tomorrow, next thing you know, we're just, you know, right next door to yeah. other foreign countries. <laughs> People honestly get to say what they want to say to other countries yeah. in their face. <laughs> okay, so guys, the I want to uh, move on to the next lyric. Um, I All think right. this one, yeah. kind of, this one's kind of got. Um, it's probably one of the top three ones that he said. So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, trigger warnings used to be on TV procedures, and now they're everywhere to protect millennials' feelings. He, she, his, him, hers, them, they. Screw a pronoun because everyone's a retard these days. Before you guys wait, wait, wait. wait. In the video, you see a woman taking off her mask. So I mm-hmm. found out who that person was. The girl is Blair White. She's a transgender. Oh, so- no. Oh, ah, no. Wait. Okay, wait, guys. Wait. Wait. Just wait. Blair White, she's a transgender conservative activist who exposes heterophobic and cisphobic people in the LGBTQ community. Um, okay. Some people in the LGBTQ community actually, um, they said, I've, I've read certain comments because, you know, I looked her up and some people say, you know, they said they like her because, you know, she fell in a bad group of hateful people who try to influence them to hate straight and cis people. And it's just, they um they appreciate her for um expose um exposing uh, like I said heterophobic and cisphobic people. So okay. that was the one, but okay, so before y'all go at the same like all at once, we'll start in order. Okay. Um starting There's an order. With, There's an order. <laughs> I know it's organized mess, but we're gonna try to do an order. We're gonna start off with November. We're going, Hi. To go, we're going to go with Justice, then we'll go with Tony, and then so forth. Actually, you know so what? Forth. No, switch me and Tony. I got to go last. You can't have me go in the middle of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She has way more than what Tony and I would have. Yeah. Okay. All right. And we'll stop in November. Okay. So, I'm not going to say anything about the trigger warnings that were used on TV, TV seizures, and then protect the millennial feelings. I'm going to start with the uh, lines where it goes he, she, his, him, hers, they, them screw a pronoun because everyone's retarded these days because I'm going to split up in two real quick. I'm going to make it real quick too so we have enough time for everybody but the fact that he is using the hard R TW, this is going to be trigger, 
I don't know if it's going to trigger anyone out there. I'm truly sorry. I don't mean to offend anyone. But using the word retarded pisses me the fuck off. Because I, myself, I'm going to say my personal shit and I don't care because of this. I am on the autism spectrum. I do have a form of autism and it is very serious in how it, I, you know, take things in. So when I hear someone use, oh, yeah, November's a retarded bitch. Of course I'm going to say something. It's offensive. It's it's like every other slur out there that Who is offensive. I, I need to go kill them. He needs to go what? I need huh? to go kill them. Who, who called you that? I need to go kill them. Uh, a few people have actually called me retarded. You're going to be killing and a good Names and addresses now. Names and addresses now. <laughs> I can't give that out on the live. <laughs> names I might, and addresses I might now. send you a message, but no. <laughs> send me the message with the names and addresses. <laughs> Um, we would no. like to announce officially as organized mess. We were not a part of any type of organized crime organization that kills or any of any people. Um, Put that on yeah. a t-shirt, please. We should make uh, t-shirts that say that. Yeah, um, we are not part of organized but... crime. <laughs> but yes, I have been called retarded a bunch of times, and it is very offensive to me because of how I am and how I perceive things and my medical history. Also, with the pronouns and screw pronouns, I can see why people can be slightly confused with them. And it's hard for someone... I'm going to use me as an example because I don't give a fuck. When I came out as non-binary, I do prefer they, them. But if someone goes by my born pronouns, which is she, her, I'm not going to be butthurt about it. But again, I do want that respect. I will respect you with your pronouns as you should respect me. A simple task, and I know it could be hard because you were used to calling people, you know, she, her, or he, him, you know, before either they transitioned or they just wanted to switch uh, their pronouns for whatever uh, they want to go by, you know? So, uh, yeah. Um, I would say more, but uh, it will involve into me probably shaking and crying because I'll mainly be pissed. So I'll just hand the mic to Tony. Here you go, Tony. All right, it's Tony Baloney. Um, I mean, I think honestly, you <clears throat> you took the words out of my mouth. Really, like I'm not gonna get. I mean, I'm my pronouns are he, his, him. Whatever the hell, I don't know. Whatever the hell. <laughs> yeah, whatever the hell. That's my main pronoun. Um, if you don't address me as that, um, we're gonna have a problem. So, I am um, honestly, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm, if I call you like your own pronouns, like by accident, um, I mean, you mean no I'm harm. sorry. I mean no harm. I'm sorry. Yeah. It is like it is like you said, like growing up, like she, him, her, him, he, whatever the whatever the hell. Like it's just and but uh, if you're gonna make a big deal about it, like oh my pronouns are like Zay, Zim, whatever the fuck, I'm just gonna be yeah, like, Yeah, neo right, pronouns, whatever. I think that's the thing yeah. now. I'm gonna be like whatever, woman, like, come on. I mean, I, I get that. It's, it's, it would be confusing. I'm sorry. Cut that part out. Cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but... <whatever> woman. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I can't help laugh. Yeah, just cut out my entire segment. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was mm. fine. A, yeah, a... like there's, no one means any harm if someone misgenders you. At this point in society, today we ask, "Hey, what are your pronouns?" So I don't confuse your pronouns with you know something else. Like if using myself as an example again, sorry. Uh, if you know someone said, "Are you a guy?" I'm like, "No, I I go by they them," or has, you know, has if they respectfully ask me, I actually have been asked if I was a guy. Ah, what a mood. <laughs> I, I did, it didn't like bother me because I guess I sound like a guy now, but hey, you know what? It's fine. I go by they, them. Sometimes a feminine, sometimes a masculine. It's whatever. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's just today's society. People ask uh, people's pronouns so they don't make someone you know feel bad about themselves because uh, body dysphoria is a thing and it can cause body dysphoria if they're reminded what their original pronouns are. Anyway, that's that's all I have to say now. Other than agree. Yeah. And then the second the second bit, um screwed pronoun because everyone's a retard. I don't that that's not fucking right. You know, I feel like there's some shit that you just don't say and say that everyone's everyone's fucking retarded. It's just like not everyone shares this kind of like oh exam like neo pronouns and everyone is like this like radical left wing radical right wing not everyone's this so to say that like if you if you're gonna generalize something some if you're gonna generalize everyone for the whole purpose of insulting them I mean I mean you're gonna piss every you're gonna piss some people off and that's just like. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that just goes without saying. Like, yeah. I mean, if I if I walked into a room full of people and just said all of you are fucking retarded, I mean, you the might natural because this is Texas. Yeah, <laughs> like a, like no shit. People are not gonna like. People are probably not going to like me after that. I'm probably going to get asked to leave the room. Like, if not, mm-hmm. just straight up killed. So. Yeah. All I have to say about that, I'll I'll pass the mic to Justice. She can take it away from here. Have fun, Justice. Go ahead. Everyone said their piece. They got Mm -hmm. their little I might agree with some points you might say, just to be fair warning. All right, it's 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 all right. It's it's good. All right. Okay. I am gonna go after you, so you just say yourself. All right, that. Justice, take the wheel. (sighs) I'm staying. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll we'll start from the beginning of the trigger warnings. All right now, okay. do I feel like some parts of our generation has gotten a little bit oversensitive with certain types of trigger warnings? Yes, the ones that I feel mm-hmm. are necessary are those that are dealing with blood or bodily harm, stuff like that, and of course, flashing lights because parts of seizures. Um, but like I've been seeing like recent stuff on social media about people say like telling artists who are making paintings or like other people saying, Hey, you should put a trigger warning on this. It's good like or like also those dealing with sexual assault and rape. Understandable. Like those are mm-hmm. traumatic experiences that are people talking about that could be triggering. Understandable. Yeah. Um, other than that, most of the other types of war- like trigger warnings are just about phobias. Like trigger warnings for spiders, like for people who like spiders or snakes, I I feel is just extra and really not needed. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's it's very easy to avoid certain things. So that understandable why he would be very how people are being too sensitive in a way, shape, or form when it comes to trigger warnings. Yeah. Now, the pronouns. Let the rage begin. <sighs> Coming from a person who uh, on phone calls is usually referred to as sir um, and is not transgender, born a female, identifies as a female, goes by she, her pronouns, and has also experienced at two jobs at two different instances, two different points in time. Someone calling me sir in person or like uh, he, like, oh, the worst experience I had was I worked at a movie theater mm-hmm. and a, cust- a customer was coming to buy popcorn and I sold him his popcorn and I said, uh, I was like, what would you like today? And he was like, I'll have a large popcorn, sir. And I, was, and I just correctly was nice about it. I was like, oh, it, it's ma'am. Um, and I gave him his popcorn. I was like, would you like to add a hot dog or a drink to that? And he goes, no, sir, I'm good. Looked me dead in the eye when he said it the second time. Walked away. And he said, like, when did they start hiring effing T-slur? Because um, I don't feel comfortable saying that. Referring to me as a slur used for transgender people. Oh, okay. Be- because he believed that I was not a female. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, it was around wrestling season. I had both up a bit of muscle. Like, my figure was definitely a bit more box-shaped. But mm-hmm. me being someone who's cisgender, having to deal with the pain that transgender people deal with most of their life for just one day was really hard and it was very hard for me not to punch someone in their face and like in my mind it's like if pronouns don't matter to you right and how do you how do you refer to someone if you honestly believe they don't matter you wouldn't try so hard to offend people by purposely getting it wrong once you're corrected and you wouldn't yeah. like if you, especially if you're cisgender it's like oh are you, are you okay with me calling you ma'am uh like are you okay with me changing your pronouns they don't matter right so i can call you a girl because they don't matter. I, I can say she, her. Or I could call you a they, them. Like, you, you wouldn't mind that, right? Like, if, 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 if you, as a conservative man, don't feel comfortable, especially when you see a lot of things about saying men need to be real men, like, on social media from the, from the right side, of, like, this is what a man's supposed to be. You guys aren't supposed to be out there wearing skirts and dresses. You're supposed to be manly men, you know, pump some iron and get buff kind of thing with their beer bellies and guts hanging out. Uh, I'm pretty sure if I call one of them ma'am, they wouldn't hesitate to want to smack my mouth and get knock all the taste out of it because I refer to them as a female because mm-hmm. that's not manly. So if, uh, you're going to get just as offended of me using the pronouns for a cisgender person as much as it would be for a transgender person. Just respect people's pronouns. Even if you don't like that person, even if you think they're faking it, respect their pronouns. It is not that hard. You learned pronouns and like second grade when there was an entire song about it on school school rock like literally on schoolhouse rock there, like there's a song you, about it yes there is a song about yeah. pronouns on schoolhouse rock they existed since the beginning of time you're just learning that certain people have different types of pronouns which explains in the song we already knew that existed you're just trying to adjust to actually applying it into the real world and not into essays that you write on the daily Get yeah. over it. And then just the 
the R word. I'm not even comfortable saying that, and I am someone who that would pertain to if it was still considered a scientific term. From being called that from bullying since being a kid when I first got diagnosed and getting called out for certain accommodations I was getting throughout middle school and high school and people calling me that because I was really close because I wasn't in special classes I was in regular classes but I would get pulled out to testing centers which were made for kids who could be in a normal class setting but also needed helps on testing quizzes yeah so but I was really close with a lot of the special ed kids because I was like I relate to you guys like I may be more high functioning but at the same time you are just like me and most like it was something I enjoyed doing because I felt very relatable but that Mm -hmm. of course brings a lot of unwanted attention depending on the area you live in so just one you could call me a snowflake for not liking that word but from being abused for for a good amount of time it's right up there with the n-word for me you call me either I'm knocking you out you are getting hit like if I'm at work it looks like I'm losing my job congratulations like I'm not, I'm not letting that slide. You do not call me that. You, you do not refer to me as that. You will, if you are a friend of mine, I may not hit you, but you are now dead to me in that moment. I'm done mm-hmm. with you. Do you don't call me that? The only people who would probably ever call me the underwear were friends that I knew for a really long time and were black, so I understood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like maybe there was like those two white conservative raised by racist parents people that I let let slide because they were still learning how to not be racist. Because I was helping out a little bit. And I don't know where they are now. I hope they're doing fine. Maybe they're dead. Who knows? The only people. (laughs) Sent it to the wrong person. And didn't make it out. Like. Mm -hmm. I do. That stuff I just cannot. Mentally and emotionally tolerate. Yeah. Does that mean I'm going to tell people. They have to stop saying it. I'm going to really emphasize that you shouldn't. That you really shouldn't, but like mm-hmm. we live in America, you have your freedom of speech, right? You can say what you want, but if I find the slightest flaw in whatever you're saying to be considered hate speech, technically by law, if you are on my property, I can knock the crap out of you and be all right. Like, I'll, if you are on my property, I can kick you literally off my property. Do not show up to my place at all. You will fall down the stairs. Your head will be bust open to the white knee shows. And I will not care. I won't even call the hospital. I'll let the neighbor do that. That is the end of my rant. We can now move over to the next one. <laughs> um, to it. Um, well, like, you know, everyone, you know, said their stuff. And honestly, I, no, I 100% agree with what they said. Like, you know, like, before, like, like me in November, before I even told november like my you know because i'm christian you know and i mm-hmm. think this is christian as well you know like growing up a christian i was just raised to like you know it's adam and eve you know like that's it it's know, adam and I, eve not adam and steve you know, it's not adam and steve you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you know uh, it's just like of course like like most people would be like it like i don't know what kind of just like what I feel like it's kind of stupid is like how like what's possible? how should I say this? You know, I'm not even gonna do it. But I was to say this. It's just it's so like it's so simple to be respectful. Like even mm-hmm. in like 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 even in the military, their most leadership values is literally 
respect, integrity, honor. Respect is the number one up there. And it's just like it's probably the only job where you can get fired for cheating on your wife. <laughs> respect is literally like is needed in almost almost every single situation. And like for you to just like it's just like if it's accidental, okay, it's understandable. But if you're just gonna antagonize people and just like no, like what you did like what that person did to justice, it's completely unnecessary. So like arrogant and it's just like I don't. I don't think I've ever like heard of such a. Unless I'm your drill sergeant in the military, don't call me sir. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. For real? Like, like, no. I literally like told I my coworker, and he was like, "Did he not see you had boobs?" And I was like, "Bro." <laughs> <laughs> For real. Like it's like it's crazy. It's like like growing, like growing up in a Christian family. Like when I first like met someone who was like trans and like I, like I like. I've seen like people how they you know treated like treated her trans trans female, and like I asked I asked my dad I was like like why do people treat treat her that way, like and it's like well how would you want to treat her? It's like well I mean I would still want to be friends with this person. Like it's like mm-hmm. I'm like it's so important. It was nice that he actually asked me that question instead of like throwing his own influences because he's definitely more religious than I am. He just said well how would you, like how like how would you want to treat that person? Like, how would you, like, how would you want that person to treat you in that situation? So you just got to put yourself in their shoes because like, if you like respect, like I said, respect goes, you know, both ways, it's vice versa. If you want someone to respect your own gender, then you should do the same thing. And that goes for any situation. So, you know, despite religion or not, you know, respect doesn't have a religion. It doesn't have a color. It's just, respect it's i love that saying i i like that is that is that an original silent quote respect does not have a religion put it on the merch put it, put it on, on the merch, merch. <laughs> on the merch. <laughs> no but, but it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not that it's not that hard guys it's just yeah so i just, we'll just yeah, go ahead i'm sorry ahead. i just don't understand why people can you know, after they've been corrected, it's like they just get offended so easily. Like, oh it's my like god, mad you... that they're wrong. Yeah, like they can't, they can't take a little bit of criticism or literally anything. And yeah. I'm not Sounds saying like you're the snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> no. What? How dare you expose me? For I mean, I am white. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm too white for this anyway. Uh, it's just they can't take. Correction. Um, they Look, can't I'm, take criticism, and it kind of bothers me to a point where they're like, "What the fuck?" I don't know. It, it's a confusing thing for me, and I don't understand a lot of it. I just, it's just not hard to respect people, right? I mean, yeah, you're I right. Think, both sides are just very sensitive, you know. Like, I, like, well, not both sides, but like everybody from like whichever side you're on doesn't really matter like you know i feel like you shouldn't have to be too butthurt about unless you really do feel like that person is like and like negatively anti like um antagonizing you you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. so but um uh, i think tony i'm sorry I, was, I cut tony off i was gonna get to no no, no it's all good i was um uh 
You were air. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, I was just making noises and just trying to agree with uh, November. Like, uh, wait, what was it? Hold on. November, what were you saying? Like, just two seconds ago. I'm sorry. I have like, the worst memory. I, I, I'll remember it, I promise. But I'm um, short term about... memory loss. Yo, we got Dory in here. She. Yeah, we do have. <laughs> no, we do have Dory in here. I swear. I was paying attention and I was agreeing with you. I was gonna. I was gonna chime in. Yeah, I was just saying that I'm a little confused on why people um, can't respect other people. Just in general, I guess, say not just over pronouns, of course, um, but like if they get corrected, they're they they get offended over it, and I'm like, it's just it's so silly. Yeah. Okay. I I remember what I was gonna say now. I was gonna say that like okay, so this is just my this is just from my observation as living on this earth for the many years I've been alive, I don't really remember. But um just as people Yeah, I how many years you've been alive, y'all. Yeah, I, I I'm old. But um something that I know is like people don't like this is kind of this is kind of like no shit Sherlock, but people don't like being told that they're wrong. People don't like being called out for being like full of shit, even if they are full of shit. Like people just don't like that kind of thing. And I mean that's that's understandable, but I think in order to grow as both a person, like, as a people, like, I'm more than, I'm man enough to say that, like, when I'm wrong, and I can admit that, like, freely, like, I was wrong for, like, almost, for, like, kind of trying to, like, interrupt you and, like, speak what I was trying to say, like, whenever you were saying or you saying, November, and I apologize for that, but mm-hmm. I think more people need to be willing to, like, accept, like, you know what, I was wrong, I need to like just own my shit, own your shit. When you're wrong, just admit it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna be but hurt about it. Like move on. But then there are also the people that are like, about it, but... <laughs> yeah. But there are also the people that like. This is the thing I hate, and this is almost why I hate owning my shit because I will admit, you know what, you were right. I was wrong. Sorry. And then they'll just keep going. Like we fucking get it, bro. You were right. Like leave it. No, I think now, I said what, I told you so once, and then I left it alone. <laughs> yeah. Tell me yeah. so once, fine. Keep it on, like, going on after, like, I apologize. I'm like, dude, I get it. Leave it the fuck alone. Like, then then we're going to have some problems, all right? Because, like, if you if you want to be, like, a sore winner, if you want to be like, ha, ah, I was right, and then, like, don't fucking be a child. Like, don't. We have too many people like that that I feel like they're just like, no, you were wrong. I'm always right. I'm always right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, yeah. sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're wrong. Like, who gives a shit if you were right this one time? All right. And sometimes you're neither. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like you're neither. Some... You're like me, just confused and what's going on. You know? You just never know what's happening. <laughs> That's me time. every day. <laughs> Wait, where am I? Is this a podcast? Who are you? <laughs> all right so next one would be hi um wait, hi. i hear him preaching at a protest that hatred is the problem but hating straight men white folks and christians is common coca-cola telling people they should be less white they're preaching tolerance but if you disagree they fight um, uh, okay i can say so uh I like- yes i do hate uh white folks <laughs> Straight oh, men, well. no. <laughs> Christians, uh, that dep- What type of Christian are we talking about? Like, what denomination? That is the non-cultists. 
I can actually see this though. I, I feel like when it said when he said but hating straight men, white folks, and Christians is common. He's not wrong. He is not wrong. He's not. He's really it's, being, not. it's being more outspoken about when it comes to you know social media wise. Yes. Uh, yeah. The hate is very more because yeah, the hate is definitely coming out more. And from what I've seen, like what people talk about, it's like we did our best. Like this is them saying this is not me. I'm like they're like saying like we did our best with again respecting your religion and your religious beliefs, but you've gotten to the point where like you're stepping over the line with certain things. So screw you. Like that's where it's basically gotten to at this point. And um. To be fair, I think Christians are technically getting what they want because they did want to be the outcast, the one that's being persecuted and talked against. And, you know, now they're getting it. Congratulations. This is what you said you were. This is what you wanted. You got it. I I definitely want to speak on it. So... I'm gonna try Not all Christians, I would like to point that out. But I'm saying, I'm I completely understand. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> so like... Me and Silent are both, yeah. We're not <laughs> part of the same denomination, but I think we both hold the, like the holy same. saints of um, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely want to go, I'm going to try to go in order about how I feel. So I'm hating straight men. So I've definitely got a lot of people come up to me saying like, so why, like, why aren't you like being more experimental? Like, are you homophobic? I've had some people come after me for stuff like that. Uh, um, that is stupid coming from someone a part of the alphabet mafia. Yeah, that's, you don't yeah have same. To experiment, that is, especially that is if you're fucking dumb. You like. yeah, forcing yeah. that upon someone. That is literally forcing sexuality upon someone. Yeah. That's so stupid. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I felt. And like, I was like, yo, like, like certain people, I've seen like a video of this one uh, trans female saying that you're homophobic if you don't date. A transgender person i think me justice have discussed that like we've just i think we discussed it before that like i'm i definitely like um i wouldn't i don't like tra- like date but, trans yeah we were discussing like it's very much circumstantial yeah it's preferences like, you know? and that doesn't yeah. make me well it's his preference that i would prefer dating a woman so it's not it's just a preference like <laughs> it yeah. doesn't really matter to me but like um, like I said, also hating white folks. Um, yes, yes, I do. Yes, I mean, that's, that's a, we already knew that. As a Everyone knows this. Everyone knows this. Um, and Christians, okay, here's the thing. Yes, I, um, I've been hated to an extent. Christian. To an extent. Now, here's the thing back in the day, before like even like the gender pride thing, like before like Obama just you know made it okay for like for gays to like you know get married and all that, but like before that before I even went to high school, there were a lot of hate and a lot of people shunning gay people for going to churches, um, shunning for entering certain areas, you know, it's just because of their sexuality. So in a way, there's kind of a reason why there's a hate towards Christians because there are certain, there are certain narratives, very, very religious where they take the Mm -hmm. Bible very seriously. Now, like I said, I believe in the Bible. I know the Bible has been changed many times, but like for what, what I think is kind of stupid is it's kind of like if a person were to just like a person to disown their child just because that person is gay it's so like uncan like so disgusting to me it's like it's almost like if someone were to abort a child just because of their gay son like I don't know if that it's kind of like that's like just because like someone has like a certain like if unfortunately oh, that's happened huh no, oh, there's the, no, no the abortion, the, the, uh, it's, no, 
in no, certain traditions, no. it's very common for like the father to force the wife to get an abortion until the baby is a son. Uh, I thought you said wait, a sign? We're talking about a I'm son. About... <laughs> you were, you're saying force them to get an abortion. No, I'm, I'm sorry, my mind made a connection. Keep going. <laughs> I was talking about a sign. <laughs> I'm not gonna have no Taurus as a kid. What the fuck? You were born that shit now. <laughs> no, not a sign. I'm talking about a sign. Like if a person, like if a kid is like, oh, this kid's gonna be um, a Gemini. He's gonna be two phased. I don't want the kid. You know. Oh, a sign. Super- I was doing based off a of gender. <laughs> no, no, no. I was talking about it's just some like, like, a, like astro, like astrology. But like, my kid can't do- be a Gemini. Then you should have had c- the conception of your child at the right time. You know what? We're <laughs> yeah. into this. No, no, it's- <laughs> It's just in that, it, to me, it's just in that category where it's just like, it's so like heartbreaking for you to actually disown your kids just because that person's gay. You know, like, you know, that's like your own like blood right there. It's like, you're supposed to love your child no matter what, through hardships. And for you to disown that child, it's like, wow. Yeah, it's I was actually lucky. Just, so, Christian's I can. <laughs> that's coming from a Christian himself, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I am. I'm now, Megan. Now, yeah, that's, going that's where I think I'm going, November. <laughs> I, I want to, I'm going to get into an unpopular opinion. This could be considered an unpopular opinion. Um, that's what you're known for, Tony. Go for it. And yeah, I will disagree if I disagree. <laughs> I, like, if you've been on, like, TikTok, you've been on Instagram, you know, like, uh, if Obviously. you've been on social media, I feel like like the LGBT community and like radical feminists. Really said it like, like it was a what... little sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said it so awkwardly. Yeah. Like the LGBT. <laughs> can I get them? Can I get the BLT with um with the MEC and the um MSN? I get a large number nine. This is why it's just number the nine large. A uh, number nine large, number six with extra dip. No. Welcome to Good but, Burger, home but, of the Good Burger but, Man. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm done with y'all. I'm clocking no. out. <laughs> I'm clocking out. I'll see y'all Tuesday. Like, yeah. Quite literally. No. Tony, what were you saying, Tony? I'm sorry. I was just saying, okay, I feel like the LGBT community and like, Radical feminists, depending on what side of social media and on, they've like taken over. They more or less taken over social media. At least the the side that I'm on, they more or less taken it over. I feel like for a good majority. Wrong side of TikTok, bud. I don't know. Like, no, 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 no. It's not even because like I belong on that side. It's not even because like I just like every time I'm like on TikTok or every time on Instagram, like I'm just like scrolling like, oh, here's some motivational stuff. Here's some guy like woodworking and then just all of a sudden like some left wing going in about like, oh, Biden's Trump is shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, oh my God, bro. Like fucking hell. Or like uh, I keep scrolling. This is that blah, blah. Just there's I so think you many... need to reset your phone, buddy, because I need to reset my phone. Is more there's the, different more sides of, of TikToks, and I think you just got stuck. Your algorithm is like I'm currently on beef TikTok and like all the drama. That is oh no, that is that's horrible. I think it's even worse than the Nah, dude, it's so entertaining to watch this beef go down, especially when they call each other out. There was this one thing. Currently, a lot of black people react to it. And so I was like, I love white on white crime. And it was just You know what I just realized? Woman, you know she was like, I just that realized black man you wish ended up with you on a default setting bitch. And I was like, What? 
but I, I, but I can, I can actually kind of agree with Tony. Actually, um, I've never actually used TikTok, but the, mm-hmm. the very few times I've been on Instagram, I actually have been seeing, if it's not dance videos or like videos yeah. that I walk around, I've definitely seen like, I guess the LGBTQ like just I guess pushing their agenda in a way. Yeah. Uh, uh, to be fair, it is Pride Month, so like. Just be like, wait a minute. Uh, Honestly, like no, but like it'll probably like half the people you know are by. So I'm talking about this past year, though. I'm talking about this past year. It's fine. It's fine. I I really don't care. Like I just scroll past anything and rarely like any posts. Well, to be fair, over this past year, we've gotten like the most anti-trans bills like in history. So. It's been a definitely a lot more outspoken recently when it comes to the political spectrum of the community. That's right. fine. That's fine. But I, I just say I do, Tony. I do. Yes, the, the the agenda is being forced upon you. Congratulations. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not down for people forcing their agenda upon me. I'll force my own agenda on myself, and I will work your, on myself. Your agenda on myself is, to is do crap baloney. Crap baloney. Ha! You're, you thought not. My my agenda. I don't I don't tell you everything about my agenda. Oh, I like, thought we were talking it. about gender. No, that's agenda. <laughs> oh, I'm like, what? Wait a minute. Wait, did you what say agenda I'm... or did you say agenda or ag- or gender? I thought y'all were talking about gender. And I'm I gonna push my gender upon you. <laughs> I'm gonna force my gender upon you. You're not you... male. Well, too bad you are now. Get Honestly, can you wait? I will take that. Yes, make Time my like nut up or shut up. A heterosexual man, because then no one will care. I will be. I will. Invisible. I just wait, want to no, turn wait, justice wait, 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 into wait. a white, five foot, like blonde why kid I, named wait, Chad. Why? Why are you shrinking my height and taking away my melanin? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> we need more melanin. I'm, I just, just, I'm just cinnamon toast. I, I, I like freckles. my melanin. I would like to keep my. I would like to keep my I height like my too. Freckles. Why does everyone always compare me to a white boy? That's like the. That's been. Since that's like the polar opposite of you. That's why. Quite just, uh, just so. But, okay. Hey, y'all, straight men, don't you fucking do that. People have been straight since the dawn of time. It's kind of like the default setting, as people have said. Okay, if you don't like that. Hey, Tony, look you at your Amber Alert. This is the this Amber Alert came in yesterday too. It's the vaguest Amber Alert I've ever seen. W- what is it? Uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, one year old white female. Crazy. Amber That's Alert. That's it. Uh... In her name. That's it. They gave this alert yesterday too, and I was like, "This is just yeah. grab everyone." They must not care. Off the street. What? Well, her name is Zaylee Zamara. Side note, I hope they do find this one-year-old little girl that is sad and very fucking disgusting that people think it's okay to abduct children. You have no right. But anyway, that's not It's most likely a custody bottle. And the parent is the one that kidnapped. That's the most common, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Oh, not here in Ohio. (sighs) Not because we, we don't live else. in Ohio. Yeah. But like, this is drugs. Texas. If you're in a custody battle, you can get pretty far away by just going to the other side of the state. Yep. <laughs> they still won't idea. find you. You get to a completely different county, they're not going to find you for a good amount of time. Hey, Justice. Like, I'm pretty sure my dad's still somewhere in Texas and we can't find him. Justice, don't give people yes. that idea. 
Don't give people bad ideas. Don't give people bad ideas. Listen, listen, listen. This is what happened last time. We were talking about the gas shortage. Y'all incriminizing yourselves. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Look at y'all. Wait, wait, wait. Breaking news. Okay, I'm gonna say that I'm too white for this. I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying that's what's been happening. Like it's pretty, it's pretty easy. Just take your kid and then fuck off to the other side of the state. Just literally move from Corpus Christi to El Paso, and you're probably fine. <laughs> but, Bro, that's not much. That's mo- not, not much of an upgrade. I love this. Welcome to Organized Mess, everybody. Pretty, pretty ghetto. Um, yeah, it, the uh, whole city's like really. But like, but like, but like, but like, never, never. And then El Paso was more or less just Mexico. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. El Paso was more or less just Mexico. Okay, yes. I do have a question though. Um, besides straight men, white folks, Christians, it's common, you know, hating them, whatever. Uh, yeah. I'm not more. I'm not worried about that at the moment. When did Coca-Cola tell people they should be less white? When did this happen? Like in 2020, 2019, like at the end, the middle. When I thought it was that- something like dealing with their ads, and they were rejecting a lot of white people so they can have more people of color in their ads. Why did they have a mixture? Like how they did have a mixture. They were just mad that so many white people got turned down. But it's like the most people, the most people in the auditioning world are white. So of course, the most people going to be rejected from roles are going to be white. Okay, I thought Coco was like trying to somehow. I I don't don't think I never heard this. This is honestly new to me, and it's 2021. So whenever this happened, probably end of 2019. Through it's either that or someone was mad that their basic white name wasn't on a Coke can. No, no um, actually, uh, so um, I'm glad you brought this up. Um, November. So actually, I think I heard about this when it was like in April. Actually, this was um, this past they, April or last this, year April. This past April. Um, really? Let were, me look this up. I'm sorry. So like Coke was like they were like, I think they were just like they were promoting um, anti-white or something like that. Um, and just like, like I said, like urging employees to be less white. Um, so I don't know what, I don't know what type, like why, but so backwards is permanent action. Yeah, it of like what Popeye said when I served him. Oh, yeah, it happened in 2020. Oh, do you not remember that? No. It was somebody else who wrote that on there. It wasn't Popeye's themselves, but it was somebody who just wrote that on there. Someone said, uh, we as an organization now have the yeah. right to turn away uh, any customer of our choosing, this being white people. Yeah, because the, the reason why it happened, because their posters got vandalized. So someone decided to be like, you know what, since this, since our posters got vandalized, I'm going to put this up and be racist to every single white person out there. Wait. Sorry if you can't get no fried chicken. They said black I thought we were talking about fucking Coca-Cola still. What the hell? Who are we talking about now? Oh, Popeyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I never had Popeyes. Can't say anything about it. Don't really care for No, funny thing about that franchise. is that I saw a video, and it was so funny. And it was a white girl. And she was, like, duetting with the video that came out about it. And she just goes, I'm not sad because I'm white. I'm sad because I'm fat. That food probably busted. I, like, I saw that. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> can't relate, but hey. 
Now, let me go in on this one line. They preaching tolerance, but if you disagree, they fight. I'm just saying, part of tolerance is that you, in my opinion, part of tolerance is that you also have to be tolerant and accepting of the intolerant, mm-hmm. because that's just the definition of being like, accepting of like. Let me look up the Google der- wait, definition. Wait, wait, question. So that, you know what's kind of contradicting about that statement? He said they preach tolerance, but if you disagree, you're fine. So if, the, if they're preaching tolerance, and let's say they prove that they are tolerant. Yeah. Does that mean they have to respect the intolerance that's being pushed upon them? Like, here's, like yeah, I could preach tolerance and equality on race, right? But if you're being ignorant and tolerant towards me, like, especially if you call me, like, something obscene, yeah, I'm gonna like, fight sir. you. <laughs> no, that's how I tolerate it by knocking your teeth out. That's how I tolerate it. Violence is the answer, anyway. Violence is always the answer, kids. Remember. Oh, oh, don't so fight people out of out of random people. Don't don't do that. We're kidding. Okay, but, but also, like, you have no right, like, trying to like assert your like beliefs on other people like everything that i've said please tell our politicians that yeah like my everything that i have said has just been my personal opinion like that's that's everything that i've i've said back to me hating white people let me be more specific. I hate the white straight. Is that your personal opinion? political? <laughs> that is my, in personal, my opinion. personal opinion. All white people suck. Like... No, no. In my personal opinion, all white straight male politicians suck, including Biden. I I was gonna agree with Tony said as a white person. I hate yeah. white people. I I just think. <laughs> I, no, I don't. Like okay. No, I was kidding. Like, I was kidding. I don't. No, I'm kidding. not I'm kidding. Brutal. I'm white. Like, I hate white people. Hates I don't white give a people. fuck. Even white people hate white people. It is like, a thing. The, the stuff that we have done over the years, just as to a, 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 you know. I'm not saying y'all haven't done bad stuff, but like to I say said that we like have done some bad stuff that that's we like, just, bad like, is an understatement. And bad is an understatement. <laughs> okay. Okay, but it's it's ridiculous. In my opinion, it's ridiculous to like just say that everyone is bad just because a couple of the people like of that same race did a bunch of bad stuff. Like Here's the, you know, like case, if we're doing it on a case by case basis, there will be white people that are like, like I have white friends. We're gonna go. We're gonna do that, right? Mm-hmm. Reverse yeah. racism. I have white friends, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a chance to know them, and I'm like, I tolerate you. You're respectful. I'm still gonna call you out on your privilege, you know, out of respect. But at the same time, yeah, I vibe with you. It, it, it's good. Now, if I if you're expecting me to, you know, if I'm generalizing over a group of people, right? Because everyone generalizes. We just have to accept it. My generalization yeah. of white people has determined that I hate them. My generalization of black people has determined you guys hate me. And my generalization <laughs> of Latina people is we vibe. I'm going to chill with you guys a bit more. And my generalization of Indian people is you guys are smart. I'm going to get close to you so that you help me with my biology and math classes. Yes, is that racist? Yes, 100%. At the same time, it's how all of our minds generalize. And people just need to accept that. We live in a world that we always generalize people, even if you don't realize you're generalizing. This is true. It's this human nature. Uh, like, sometimes it can lead to something very bad. You shouldn't yeah. go to, like, the extreme of believing all your generalizations right. are just 100% true. Right. They're not supposed so to be. Extreme. They're not meant to be. 
Like, you still want to keep an open mind to meeting individuals. But, like, you won't see me going to a concert that I know is going to be majority white people in a mosh pit. You won't see it happening. (laughs) I don't trust it. (laughs) So, like, so Justice is actually a part of the lyric um, that's actually pretty further down. So you can definitely, like, elaborate more when we get to that point. Um, All right, bet. But let's see. This, the next one, um, it says, the next lyric was, there's a race war here, elections based on fear. Black lives only matter once every four years. Soldiers died for this country and every one of us benefits. Give welfare to the bumps and forget about the veterans. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that too. I agree with this. When he said black now, lives do, matter I, do I believe welfare is unimportant? No. But at the same time, the amount of crap we give our veterans and like yeah, when it comes to our VA, is stupid. Yeah. Sorry, what line are we on? I, I, my apology is kind of zoned out just a bit. Oh, I never mind. I, I see it. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're reading the lyrics too. Okay. Me too, man. <laughs> so, um, also when he also when he said black lives, um, black lives only matter once every four years. Um, I, I feel uh, some people are confused about this, but I'm pretty sure he means like. When it comes like um, politicians, so I'm gonna say it like this: politicians don't really say crap um, unless it's like election year. Um, people will get more votes if they say, you know, like Black Lives Matter, and then when they're elected, it doesn't really matter anymore. So that's Especially kind of like, if the tragedy like, happens during election year or their election right. term. Right, exactly. So that's kind of like how I took it. That's why he said every four years. Like he wouldn't have said that because every four years, it's like, you know. So that's how I took it, and yeah, they take a- the black struggle, or well, here's the thing. I'm not even gonna say a black struggle. They take yeah. the problems of our society when it comes to police brutality, and then use it as media propaganda to garner votes, without yeah. actually having a plan to do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then so- we have Greg Abbott, who didn't even say anything. He just said, "Let's give police more funding," and oh everyone's like, "Are you serious?" You're kidding, uh, right? And no, he was not. <laughs> he was not kidding. Yeah, but well, that was pretty easy. I'm glad we just just said, yeah, we agree. And we'll just go into the next one, actually. <laughs> um, it's, he, he said, us black folks and white folks divided by the news, but we're all the same. We are red, white, and blue. Ashamed to be American. Okay, that's cool, because honestly, we're all the same to too. Then he goes to the chorus. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to read the chorus, but I'm ashamed of myself too. I know I'm a disappointment. He's not told me anything I didn't already know. Yeah, no. it's he's saying he's just like it's like he's saying he's he's being some true facts, you know. What and I'm not like whether if some people say he's, this he's painting himself as a true patriot, but honestly, he's Canadian, so I don't even know if like no. what he's does he have the right? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Probably. I mean, he sounds like he hates America more than Americans. Wait a minute. Wait, he sounds more American than Americans. This sounds bad. But I don't think it matters that he's Canadian because I mean, a lot of what he has said. This Canadian is literally spending more like things than what an American guy, like American person, yeah. Difference. Yeah. So we're red, white, and blue. Well, not including you, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then uh, let's just skip the course, like I said. Um, so we're going to skip to, they set us up to fail. That's what they uh, built the system for, put an ammunition shop across the street from the liquor store. 
Um, why do we do that? Wait, that's actually. I don't, I don't know. Why. That's, that's such a southern like, thing. We literally have do. a liquor store like right across from the gun shop. Yeah, <laughs> there was literally a gun. There was literally a gun club right across the street from the high school. Like, if you can't drink from. and drive, what makes you think you can drink and shoot? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Kyle. Oh, hey, hi. guys, want to see my new? Nine- we have a different breed, honey. Uh, you guys want to see my new Glock? <laughs> I just got it just across the street. Don't worry, it's not loaded. Wait, That's what are the odds? Like, I need to look at the percentages of how many accidents have been like self-inflicted from like drunk shooting, because if that's the case, and it's more self-inflicted like issues than uh outside people, then I say we do it more often because then we just kill all the stupid people. But more is like they fuck themselves over. Like that, that sounds okay to me. So 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 we're not going <laughs> to um, promote. Um, what she just said, I, completely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm living in a different society of where I just want society to not be a thing. Let's get rid of. The, let's burn the society. Do not go um, down burning buildings. That is not what I mean whatsoever. This is literally a theory. You're giving people bad ideas. Stop it, dude. I'm no, literally, like, look, look up burn the society. The society. It's a, no, this is an argument we use in debate, and it's called burn the society, and it's written by a black man. It's basically to help fight against anti-blackness, saying that you must burn down the society to build a new one to where the society is now inclusive towards people because you can't actually alter the society to fix everything. Do I support that? No, but it does win a lot of rounds. <laughs> it's, it's a theory. It's, not, it's theoretical. It's, it's, not, it's fi- not theoretical. It's philosophical. It's not literal. So people, don't take what I'm saying literally. <laughs> Look up the philosophy. Look up the philosophical theory. And, and interpret it. Be intelligent. I'm hoping the people listening to this are the intelligent ones, and not the uh, ones that would shoot themselves in the foot by drinking liquor and playing with a gun. Oh, Justice, this is America. Don't catch you slipping up. <laughs> Don't catch you slipping up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, next lyric would be empowering women used to be different than this before. The role models got OnlyFans or dance on the strip pole. So I say that's fine. I, 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 I know I, the Christians will not agree because a lot of you guys support modesty, but at the same time, I no, understand I that so- me as a woman who prefers to be modest, there are women who do not prefer to be modest. That's just how they are. And that's how they get big. They honestly make a lot of big. Respect to making the bag, man. Uh, and dudes. There are dudes as well. Respect to making your bag, too, because a lot of you are straight and have to dance for men. I'm sorry about that. Men are stupid. Um, but, uh... <laughs> I said you do you, bro, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, like, you do you. If it works you, for do you, you do you at that point. You. And I don't care. If, 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 now, if my child says her role model is a porn star, I am gonna be a bit worried. <laughs> well, like, like, you know, that's the thing, like, I wouldn't know if, like, so my person actually asked me if I would date someone who had OnlyFans, and I said, no, I wouldn't. Like, I don't think, to me, there are really couples who are okay with it, but it's usually because the partner's the one taking the photos. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, the, but, like, uh, like, the, like, if I were to date someone on this, like, who was a stripper on OnlyFans, honestly, like, like, it's just, and uh, uh, to me, I don't really find it to be as a respectable biz um, or well, I don't know. I don't know how they call it. I guess uh, to all the single female strippers out there who you know are into you know the women, uh, I uh, would a hundred percent date you. Yes, I'm Stop shooting my that. shot right now. Um, the only the only agreement that has to be in this situation is that I also get private shows 
I'm just saying. <laughs> that that is that is all I need. And also, I need a trainer because I want to know how you have the stamina. And I would like to attempt for my own physical workout, not for entertainment. It's, it's all those singles <laughs> they're getting. That's the stamina. So, like, even if I just get a coach out of the situation, I will take it. <laughs> like I said, like, you do, like, you do, you do. I'm actually more disappointed of the people who actually are subscribed to them. I'm just like, y'all really just yeah. on Pornhub? Which is yeah, like, Pornhub is free, guys. Which is... I just think that's kind of pathetic for all the guys out there. I'm more disappointed in the guys. I said, girls, y'all making some money. You do you. For the men yeah. who subscribe to them, <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Y'all yeah, really- yeah. I mean, I, don't, like, I always tell this about people, like, especially females that, like, that you know, text me, like, oh, you want to, like, buy my premier or my OnlyFans? I'd be like, no, yeah. because I'm not that type of person. They're, they're, yeah. I can't speak for the other person because who knows? He maybe has $100, $200, $300 to blow on some chick off the internet. Isn't that what porn is supposed to do? Especially older dudes, yeah. older dudes, and like, like older dudes be like spending money on like. I'm just like y'all. Like you have a wife and kids. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Like, come yeah. on. Man. Like, like, don't. I'll be like, if you have a wife and kids, don't throw that away with some chick you're not gonna meet in real life off the internet. Yeah. Facts. Straight facts. Yeah. So, but um, the next the next lyric is uh, screw it, I ain't tripping. I don't mean to be mean, but if our children. Are the future then our future is bleak all right wow. i disagree um i would agree with that actually i don't know I, you I, think I, we're going to destroy honestly i think we based off of how everything's going i feel like we're making it better we're just hitting a good amount of rough patches because of the people who disagree like no right. one said it was going to be easy like when it comes to creating substantial change especially since mm-hmm. we're wanting like I would say we're definitely impatient. Like we don't want to wait for change. Like all yeah, the really generations have. have yeah. we, don't, we don't want to wait for it. We want to see it now, or we, at least something gets started. So we're yeah. adding more pressure, I believe, which is why people may say, "Oh, this isn't going to work. You're supposed to wait it out." And we're like, "No, we don't have to wait it out. You guys are just being tolerant." Like, well, I think, yeah. but I think that, lyric, that lyric is actually uh, going towards the OnlyFans and stripper one. I'm sorry, that one's. It's referring more to that line, that last line we were just talking about, than just in general. But you can also talk. Oh, then I would say then if you don't want that to happen, uh, let us get paid more. And that's going not towards the government, but towards these big franchise corporations who work their uh, lower class workers as slaves and pay them only like you know seven twenty five cents an hour or even fifteen mm. an hour, but in an area where you need to have at least a thousand dollars a month to pay for your rent. Well, most people, that's <laughs> most people are just. I feel like most people are just like too lazy to even look for like I mean a lot of people just think like for, especially like for the people on like if, for those like for only have only fans it really is easy to make a lot of money if if you're gonna use your sex appeal because like I mean there's so many exactly like, so many girls out there <laughs> would you know that would make like over a thousand dollars you know and like one and one day and men I would like so, to point out. Uh, but definitely it's, more. It's women. more popular among women. It's more popular. Mm-hmm. Well, more women use it, yes. But and you know, let me, yeah, let me <laughs> just add something here. I I saw something. Um, I think it was on like it was on Snapchat. It was like one of those Daily Mail type stuff. And there was just women that was crying, and over her OnlyFans. And I looked at read and I read it more. She was crying that she lost all her money on OnlyFans. And in my mind, I'm like, to be honest, that's what you got. Because one OnlyFans money is not going to stay around forever. It's not going to be like a regular job that's money going to stay around forever. OnlyFans yeah. with money, 
like y'all can blow that in like a matter of minutes and not realize it. Yeah. It, it, to me, it's more of a side hustle. It's not something. Yeah, that it's I, more like I, a side hustle. Oh, yeah. Career goal. Not, um, so I wouldn't like, say it's a career. Uber Eats, for Uber Eats, I told many people, Uber Eats is really good to make money, but I would not recommend you quit your full-time job because yeah. your car breaks down, then what are you going to do from then? Yeah. So now, and it, it, it puts a lot of mileage and, and wear on your car. So I said, use that as a side hustle, but keep, but keep your regular job. So... It's now, if I can... Go ahead, Tony. No, no you, you finish your point. I'm, I'm sorry. I keep. I, I don't know when people are like done talking, and like when people are done like. <laughs> oh, you just board, interject so. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, no, you got I just blew my way in. Yeah, I shouldn't do that though. But no, finish your point, and then I'm gonna. Or, I say finish your point. That sounds like a dick. But um, <laughs> no, like, no, but Tony, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm the, ready. Okay. Ready. I was just, I was gonna like backtrack to the empowering women, like using OnlyFans, like role models being like strippers and like the using OnlyFans. Like, look, I mean, I'm all for like women in power. I'm all for women like, um, like doing what they want to do. If you want to put your body out there, I mean, I can't stop you. I'm not going to tell you not to do that. But I mean, at the same time, like you look at history, you look at these other feminists ministry like um you look at these movies other feminist ministry they didn't like flaunt they like put their sexuality like out there they didn't like um they didn't like oh yes we're women like we're proud so like you know boobies like no that's not (laughs) jesus i'm so childish for saying that but um it's just it's just strange to me that like um women are like oh we're so empowered by like showing off our bodies like this kind of way i'm not saying don't be uncomfortable with your like bodies and sexualities but like these same people who are saying like who are like all for women empowerment and all for like um like being comfortable with their own skin um are also the same people that are like you know get offended whenever they get called sluts and like being called fours from like having older fans and they're like why are people calling us that it makes no sense we're just you know, my body, my choice. What do you expect? <laughs> like, uh, I, can, um, yeah, I, can, I can understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, like it, is, it is kind of contradicting. It's almost like, well, I'm not gonna play that situation, but it, it's kind of like in the way that, like, I've like, so I've been to the club before with like with some friends, and like, um, like I understand like girls want to you know, put the outfits they want to wear. But oh. I did see like a girl like put so much glitter like all over her tits, and like yeah. and it's just like don't like don't like you can't expect a guy not to look. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't think the thing is not looking; it's just making sure you know not to touch. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. Like, well, well, like I mean, the problem has never been. I don't think no one's ever had a problem with looking. The problem has been with stalking, and the problem has been with touching without permission. Oh, I mean, yeah. uh, that stuff is not right. Looking is like a- yeah. If if a, if a girl showed up to the club looking bomb, and especially like with that much intent in the outfit. Like, yeah, of course, she wants to turn heads. She wants to show that she is the queen of this party. Let her rock it, because that is how she is empowering right. herself. And she feels beautiful in what she's wearing. That right. feels I mean, great I to her. 
But sometimes now, if a dude comes up to her and is like, "Hey, little mama, let me holler at you real quick," and she's like, "Nah, I'm good." He's like, "Well, why are you dressed like that if you didn't want me to come up to you?" Kind of thing. That's well, not. Well, he's it's... the thing, but, but it's just is like so. Like, I don't, I don't like approach. Well, I, I, I'm doing it, but like, I'm talking about it like for like only fans and like being like a stripper. Like, I'm not talking about it. Like, if you wanna Same like go out and dress, how so? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna same, be stupid. I'm gonna sound like a dumbass and just be like, "How so?" Same thing I just said about going out to the club. If oh, okay, let's say a woman posts picture on Instagram or whatever, right? It's a little bit okay. of a awkward picture. Okay. That is not her asking to be catcalled. Is it okay to give a compliment? Yes, you can say, "Girl, you looking beautiful." Girl, you look mm-hmm. great today. Oh, that mm-hmm. outfit really popping on you. Those are compliments, right? Now, if you're going full out in the comments, kind of creepy, just like, ooh, girl, I want to get at you. Or, ooh, girl, like, I want to grab at you. Like, that's, you've, mm-hmm. you've crossed the line there. Yeah, She's that's not, not asking like... for you to. To get at her, yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not to get at her. Open. Like, it's okay I'm to, not, like, yeah, want the I'm attention saying, yeah, and compliments yeah. of people yeah. loving how you look or loving how your body Like, yeah, that's fine. Because it's just mm-hmm. admiration. But there's yeah. there's a very thin line between admiration and creepy <laughs> and just yeah, disturbing. That's, yep, that's very true. So like same thing applies. Like if if you're on an OnlyFans, right? Which you know is definitely a little bit more provocative. In okay. in my mind, same rules apply unless said by the person who is on that page that they are okay with that. If that's the intent of the content they're posting, because there's some that that is not the intent of the content they're posting. They just want a platform where they're allowed to post more explicit pics that would most likely get banned on other social media platforms, where it's just more wanting to show what I really like to wear. I think it's really pretty. Think other people will like it. Think I look hot in it. Let me see if they agree. And they're like, "Girl, you looking hot today?" Or "Boy, you looking hot today?" Fine. Yeah, then you okay. have those who are like, I want you. And then you have those who will put the caption of, what would you do if I was next to you? Like, then you know that's an opening. But they're like, they have the caption say, what would you do if I was next to you right now? Post picture. You know that's an opening. <laughs> to say stuff like that. Now, I should, okay, I guess I should clarify. Um, when I said before, I don't mean this is like a backtracking. People will probably say this is me like backtracking on what I said. But when I said that like people are like going at like these women like your empowerment, you're talking about like, you know, showing off their bodies and like they shouldn't be surprised whenever people call them like sluts and whores. I still stand by that statement, but I'm not saying like I'm the one who's like sluts. I'm not the one who's going to be called yeah. Like call them whores. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't do they do. People should do whatever they want to do so long as it makes them happy and so long as they're not harming themselves or when they're doing it. But see, like the, I'm the, saying, rhetoric, like, the rhetoric that you're using right now, right? Like when you're when you're trying yeah. to say like they shouldn't be surprised if someone said that to them. It's like let's yeah. let's put it in a different context, right? Of of a different okay. situation. If me openly posting about a relationship that I am and with another woman, right? That's like someone like because we live in a society that has homophobia in it. Okay. Someone saying you shouldn't be surprised if someone posts homophobic slurs on your page since you're being open about your relationship. I mean, that, I'm that, not saying that they that should. Sh- it's, it, it, that sh- that's, doesn't justify it in any way, shape, or form. It shouldn't happen at all. No, I'm not like, saying it should me, happen. 
like, saying, so saying like, oh, like, like the way you're wording it is basically saying, oh, they kind of asked for it. No one's asking for it to happen. Right. Like that's no, you as an individual, if someone, not you specifically, but someone as an individual choosing to label them as something that they didn't even label themselves as. Like that's you choosing to insult them for something that they enjoy or that they like or that they just are. How like, I say it's like there's with everything they do, there's also a consequence. So I just I just hope that like what what they do is like But I'm know, saying these consequences make no sense. Right. Like it, it like in in my personal belief, I'm saying let people do what they want if it's not hurting anyone or any living thing, right? Like mm. let people live their lives, right? If you don't like it, move past it. Right, like, yeah. It, like, like, yes, there's things on social media that I'll be like, eh, I'm not a big fan of this. You won't see me comment on it. I usually scroll past yeah. it. Even if it's like right-wing conservative things that I definitely have stances on that I disagree with. I'm like, I'm not starting to fight with some random person on social media today. Go past it. Maybe I'll get in a fight about sports because that's over entertainment. Or maybe I'll get in an argument like about WWE because, again, it's entertainment. That's stuff people are supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know, outwardly talking about and having opinions about because you never know where it's going to go. It's not like really too many political stances. Like mm. unless someone openly says, Hey, let's have a discussion about politics on social media. I'm like, all right, sure. Bet. But if I just see a woman who has a post, that's a little bit provocative and I don't like it, I'm going to scroll past it. Like a lot of the times, like one, what I've noticed a lot is like, even with the woman empowerment movement, a lot of the times when pictures like that are posted, they're not looking at all for comments from men. It's usually from other women uplifting them up about your, like, e- like, especially if they're not the ideal body type of you look great, you look beautiful, your body is beautiful, just the way you are. It's not more of wanting a sex appeal. It's more of just wanting confidence in how your body is. I want money. Uh, well, yeah, you get some money on the side with that. Some of them, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that's, that's like the main point. It's like there's no, there's no out. problem with getting a little bag on the side of that. But at the same time, sometimes, yes, it is for a sex appeal. And if it is, no one should be shamed for that. Like, honestly, like, um, if 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 the tables were turned, you know how the turntables have turned, right? Mm-hmm. And it's more, let's say, uh, OnlyFans was a more male dominated thing, right? Would you see I mean, comments? Would right. what uh, would you see comments of you of them calling them uh, sluts or whores on that yeah. comment? Yeah, you would. From who? Yes. Yeah. The same from people who? who are saying it for women. Manhole is a thing. It's definitely a thing. Manhole is over a thing. I've only okay. When I've seen it, I've only seen it done to gay men, not oh. to straight men. What? Are you serious? Yeah, like, like when like it came when it came when it came to straight men posting suggestive pics, usually when I look in their comments, unless they're deleting the comments, haven't seen it. Most of them are either girls being like, "Oh, you look good," and kind of being a little bit sexual harassy, if you know what I'm talking about. Like that's not okay. Um, but I, it's never yeah. really shaming them for showing their body. I don't even like now when it's usually a gay body, man like, and he's wearing something that's more feminine that's showing off his body, that's when I see those comments. I've and it's not nearly posted, equal like, to the amount that I see under women. I've never posted like pictures of like myself. I mean, like I've definitely like seen other people where it's just like you know, like I feel like but instead of being called manhole, it's like oh, I don't know, maybe would fuck boy be in the same category? It's considered a compliment. 
in most general societies. Most terms referring to male men who you know bag a lot of women are considered more compliments, like player. Yeah, even boys. It, like f boys is used as an insult from females, but not from males. Girls call each other hoes in the compliment way too. Yeah. Yes, because that's more of the term of like almost like taking back the word. I I, I will. Like and using, like saying, up, like a couple of years back, somebody girls. said that um, somebody said that women actually slut shame women more than men slut shame women. I don't know Agreed. if that's 100 true. That's what I heard. Wow, yeah, I agree. But, this, it, it, it is because there's as much as there is a lot of men who believe in modesty, a reason you don't see a lot of the men complaining is because they're the ones getting off of the pictures. You see the women complaining because they're mad that their men are getting off the pictures. Yeah. So, yes, it definitely is more women that are slut shading women. That is uh, definitely 100% true, which is something that us as women need to work on and are still working on. Thank you, Lizzo, for starting this movement. Um, of working on that a little bit more. But it's like, yes. Like, you notice I haven't said, like, it's men doing this. Most of that is in person, which is usually at a club (laughs) or at a strip club. Honestly, I kind of regret everything that I've said on this issue. You are a man, and you're looking at it through the male gaze. I'm not saying your gaze is invalid whatsoever, because you see what you see. Uh, next lyric would be, uh, they take an Adderall to focus, hit McDonald's to eat, they're addicted to phones, they take Xanax to sleep, they blur the lines dividing communism and democracy. Uh, surprisingly enough, a lot of Gen Z's do believe in communism and have made that abundantly clear that they are yeah. against the modern version of democracy. So I don't think it's really confusion on the divide lines. There's none at all. They they know. Um <laughs> And the Xanax and Adderall, you know who I'm going to blame for that? The older generation, because you are the ones who made us do it in the first place, especially since we found out years later that the kids that you put on Adderall that now have to take Xanax to sleep probably didn't have ADHD and most likely had early forms of bipolar disorder or were just normal kids who were just hyperactive. And you got them drugged up, ruined their brains, and now they have to take Xanax to sleep because the Adderall just messed them up. Is that uh, our fault? No, I'm blaming the adults for that one. Um, I honestly think it kind of re- also refers back to just like how, like, kind of like rap culture and also social media as well. Yeah, like every also, what's the problem with eating at McDonald's? <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about that, like, Sandex and the Adderall. Like, I swear, like, almost like so many songs, like, has to do with like just t- like, like taking drugs to escape in a way. So, yeah. you know, it, it's just, it's almost like it's just pushing it out there. So that's kind of, I, I, I didn't really think about what you're talking about, but I was thinking more like how it's just like the rap culture just pushes a lot of drugs, you know, especially when it's... Oh, like, I was thinking in the prescription form and you were thinking of the illegal form. <laughs> literally, <laughs> like, literally, we have a rapper called Lozan. Yeah, we do. Fair enough. We have uh, Definitely, we do push purposes. more drug culture. I say just give us all weed and it solves all of our problems. Uh, mask off, literally... The majority of the song is Molly Percocet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it is. The song is fire, but at the same time, it's like, dog, like, you could have said anything else, but y'all, you had to choose Molly Percocet. Doesn't this, by technicality, still mean we can blame the older generation since a lot of these artists are not Gen Z and they're forcing it onto the younger generation since that is predominantly of who listens to their music? This has been happening for years when it comes to the rap genre. 
Yeah, that's gonna have of, to be it. It was first more of pushing sex, and then it became to pushing drugs. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Which is the reason everyone is becoming sex drug addicts. Then again, like we seem like we don't always have to believe what goes on. You know, we don't have to do what everybody tells us to do. We just follow the trend. You know, everyone has their own mindset, but I guess everyone just wants to follow, like the you know, follow the leader. Just you know, you know it's kind of unfortunate when people talk about like the pushing of drugs, and they're like, "These rap songs are going to push drugs on our children." Surprisingly enough, a lot of the addictions are coming from like the medical field of people being prescribed opioids and then getting addicted. But that's what happened yeah. to George Floyd is yeah. that he got addicted to opioids because he was prescribed an opioid pain medication. And that's what got him hooked on drugs. It wasn't the rap music. It was the people who were supposed to be helping us heal in the first place. Mm-hmm. Science uh, a lot of, hasn't evolved. Uh, funny enough, they just drug us up. Funny enough, another thing that like really caught get on drugs is like the the zero tolerance like the just say no like a lot of kids like they're like they <laughs> the red ribbon awareness like, yeah signed a contract like, an agreement that you would never do drugs every year yeah like and that has been a lot of reason for like kids like getting on drugs um because of uh, because of that and it's actually kind of sad it's, it's sad that it's true too like, like the war on drugs is like one of the biggest failures in America, and really, if you go back to like the root of it, a lot of like why like drugs like marijuana, for example, was like um, illegal. Like, there's illegal. It was made illegal and it was demonized was just so that uh, Nixon could bully his political opponents and minority groups because Nixon is an asshole. You can go back and you can do your own, like, sort of, but that's what I gather from the whole, like, why, like, particularly why, like, marijuana is still illegal in, like, a lot of states. So the next line is, in 2021, we paint the Patriots as Nazis. The men playing women's sports get trophies for winning. Like, great, let's celebrate a man for beating some women. All right. So what are your thoughts on that specific line right there. Well, in my mind, obviously, he's talking about I, uh, trans people playing sports, which um, you guys have heard me personally talk about this multiple times of how I never seen a problem with trans people playing sports and the gender they identify as um, with the stipulation of it's after transition and I've never seen a problem with it, like as long as it's not during or before. So, uh, of course, that's obviously something I disagree with. I've never seen a problem with it. It's not like women's sports have been fully taken over. And I've always, like, when it comes to the argument, I've always wondered why no one ever brought it up with men's sports since I felt like when it comes to taking testosterone and taking estrogen, who would be like actually gaining strength or losing strength in comparison. Like you would think they'd be more concerned about the men's sports if they actually believe this was an issue, um, which honestly just shows like, like the underlying misogyny of how we view women in sports on how we be- like how men believe specifically that they need to be protected um, from competitors who are honestly just good competitors, in my opinion. So 
Like, I, I believe I'm celebrating a woman beating a woman because she earned it. Like, that, that's really all I got to say about that. I feel you. I feel you. Is it bad to say I have? I just never seen a difference. Because you're not, you're not supposed to. That's the thing. Like, it only gets brought up when they're thriving. Like, right? Like, we could probably, let, let's say that there's someone who competes in a sport who is transgender and they're mm-hmm. not winning. No one's going to bring up the fact that they're trans because they're not winning. They only bring it up when there's someone who is trans who is winning. Like, honestly, in my opinion, it's one, none of your business and it's not really a factor in my mind like people can bring up bone density and body mass but it's the fact that that varies person to person not gender by gender so like it's it's very uh, honestly the argument just feels very ignorant to me <laughs> like you no one usually can even tell until someone mentions it by digging into their past which shouldn't be happening in the first place. They deserve that privacy. Yeah, don't really bring up anybody's past, especially something you probably don't want to hear. Exactly. Like, I would I would hate to be in a sport. Like, I already, like, I've told you guys how like, people have misgendered me at my job. Um, yeah. Where one lady, she actually, this, this was, did this happen yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Um, I was at work. It was a closing shift. Um, she had saw me before. But, uh, so she already knew, like, I was a female and had already addressed me as ma'am. And then I went behind her car and she couldn't really see me in the rearview mirror. So when I was about to load things in her truck, she said, hey, sir, can you load it in the back seat? Because from the distance, she couldn't tell that it was the same person. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it, it happens and, like, understandable. But when I go through experiences like that, I would never be able, like, honestly, like, emotionally and mentally... These are some strong people. I would never be able to emotionally and mentally handle competing in a sport of all things, especially in front of the public eye if it's a pro sport, and mm-hmm. having to deal with hundreds upon thousands of people telling me I don't deserve the medals that I work for or that I earned because of how I was born. Like, I. It just, I would never be able to stomach like people constantly misgendering me saying this isn't fair because you're a man. Like, when I'm like, when I'm not, like, I I don't, I honestly power to them because I would never be able to stomach it. Hmm. Because I I just feel like when people just say that in general, other people, I'm like, I'm sorry that you can't do that. Not my fault. It's like, oh, you can't do this because you're a man. Or you can't do it because your body is telling you not to. And on top of that, you just want to make fun of other people because they're more better than you. Like, for example, right? Let, let's bring up uh, Simone Biles, right? Someone who is not transgender, but is an incredible athlete because of where her center of gravity is. Like, her mm-hmm. muscle mass compared to her height is insane, which allows her physically for how much she's worked her body to perform dangerously amazing stunts when she competes in in gymnastics. But because of how great she performs, she gets penalized because other athletes cannot live up to her level. 
Like they can't recreate the same moves. And this is someone whose body is just physically different, right? Mm-hmm. Like her in herself shows it honestly, I'm pretty sure she could take on some men. Like <laughs> just overall, we could put her in the men's division and she would still wipe the floor. Like the fact that she has so many moves that are banned from competing because other athletes can't do it, but she can is absolutely amazing. And I honestly, she should be praised for it, not penalized for it. Like them lowering the difficulties of her moves and stuff like that. And judges basically lowballing her is ridiculous. Just because she's better. People just don't like when someone is better than them and they'll find anything to throw a fit about it. So like, no, no, Simone Biles can't do that. Like, like, yeah, we understand she's better than us, but she can't do that. She has all these physical advantages. Yeah. Because she's short and built up a lot of strength in her, and has a very strong center of gravity because of that. Like, have you looked at the muscle on this woman? Her muscle mass is insane. I would love to see what her gym workout is. <laughs> <laughs> I need it, honestly. Like, even if, you, even if it was genetic, right? Let's say she didn't have to work out for that muscle. She was born with it. Yeah, that is true. How are you gonna make how are you gonna make a rule against her competing? You're gonna say any woman who is a black female at five something uh with a muscle mass over this amount of percentages you can't compete. Or we have to make another league for you, excluding her from her own competition. People we already know, especially from the black community, you would raise a riot and you'd be pissed about it. And I'm not seeing that same that same energy when it comes to this issue. In my mind, they're on the same playing field. Because that's someone who actually is, like, like from the studies they've done on her, who actually is physically di- different than most gymnasts that gives her that ability compared to other athletes who are about the same level, maybe a slight difference in muscle mass or bone density, competing at similarly the same level. And you're throwing a fit about it. For like less than a few percent of the actual athletes who compete who are trans. That's how people are. I'm like, yo. Did y'all try to be on Michael Phelps? <laughs> or oh wait, who's the who the female swimmer? Katie Ledecky. This mm-hmm. woman managed managed to break her record every time she competed in the Olympics. By always keeping she starts off fast from the get-go and never slows down her pace. And and judges are always like, uh, or like the commentators are always like, oh, she's gonna burn out, she's gonna burn out, man. There's no way that she can hold this. Manages to hold it the entire time. That is unhuman. What she does when she gets in the pool, it is unhuman. Yeah, I would not like if they felt threatened by that, right? Which they honestly should. She's she's amazing. Saying, oh, uh, if you're this impressive of an athlete, you have to start like five seconds after the other athletes start swimming. That's not no. making a level playing field. That's just holding back greatness at this point. Stop holding back greatness. Let people do what they want to do and live their lives. Now, would this prevent scandals? No, because honestly, we have scandals as it is. Honestly, have you looked up the scandals of U.S. gymnastics? <laughs> There's many. <laughs> There's many in other fields as well. Uh, there was drug doping and swimming one at one Olympics. I remember that happening. There's always going to be a scandal or someone trying to create a scandal out of these issues. Do I hold it below 
a man to do that. No, because here, like, for example, I remember hearing about uh, the Olympics for um, disabled, I can't, the Special Olympics. Uh, I remember when they had that, and I heard about like a while ago there was a team where like they took they studied how to take IQ tests to get a low enough score to compete, and like. Mm-hmm basically completely wiped out the competition and they felt bad about it so then they came clean like do I believe some people will probably fake to get ahead yes but with the proper regulations I feel like that is very much preventable again like post transition don't see a problem with that mid transition can honestly that's more medical problems towards the person who's transitioning than it is them winning in a tournament that there's more medical complications when it's in the middle of that um pre-transitioning you definitely see the problem with that 100 percent, because that is someone <laughs> like it's like they can come out i see no problem with that but until i i would say post transition they shouldn't transfer to the op- other side gender for sports both sides in my opinion until they fully identify as the gender they are born as not born as the gender they identify as. There we go. <laughs> so it's like, I, it feels like such an easy solution that no one's willing to listen to. It's kind of sad. Oh, let's yeah, move on. Next line. If you're black, your life matters. You're supposed to embrace it. If you're rich or you're smart, and you're probably Asian. If you're gay, then you're brave. All of that I'm okay with. But if you're white, the stereotype is you are racist. Hmm. How do I go about this as a white hater? No, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I can see the people now. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, yes, the Black community, we are very much on empowering yourselves and your Blackness. So yes, we want to embrace it. Um, if you're rich or smart, uh, that goes for everybody, to be honest. Uh, with yeah, you. honestly, I can't really I'm just say Asian. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like all the rich people that we see nowadays, like just in America, and it's like they're white. <laughs> like, like the rich people everyone's hating on that are smart are white. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, like- how do you think Jeff, uh, like, how do you think, like, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos got their deals? Exactly. I think they're, like, $100 billion rich. Now, if we're just going, like, by the smart part, out of my, if we're, if we're being honest here, out of my Asian friends, all of them are usually completely intelligent. But it's yeah. usually not because of natural intelligence. That is because their parents are scary <laughs> and pressure them yeah, to like, be the best that they possibly can be. Yeah. We need Tony for this one. <laughs> you got to see? Oh, no. No TV for you. Some Asian pa- parents scare me. Some of them I've met have been pretty chill, though. Like, they're pretty awesome, pretty laid back. You get them every now and then. And then you get the ones that just terrify you. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't think I can live the life you're living, ma'am. Mm-mm. I really can't. Honestly, I think, let, let me think. The valedictorians at my high school, which my high school is predominantly white, mind you. The valedictorians and salutatorians, I believe, have both my graduating class and last year's and this year's graduating class 2021 um, mm-hmm. have all been Asian of some sort. Like not mm-hmm. like 
like when and by Asian, I'm using it generically as Indian, mainly Indian, if I'm correct. That was the a small population. There was Korean as well that was in my school. Very against very small population. Um, but uh, mainly Indian. <laughs> so I'm using Asian as a generic term because we also had a lot that were in like the top ten percent. They were just Asian students. And I'm just like, yo, be my study buddy because I'm failing biology. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, like, the, some stereotypes are true. Not 100%, but for generalization-wise, it seems pretty accurate. Like, Tony, him being an Asian man himself, well, he's Egyptian. Would I count that as Asian or as African? As a as a brown skinned man himself, <laughs> we're gonna put it that way. Okay. He is definitely very intelligent, but he also, as I've known him for so long, has very dumb moments, <laughs> and I accept him for them, and I love him for them. We still we love Tony for who he is. We love our Tony Baloney, <laughs> yes. and his howdy duties, <laughs> and he had his howdy duties. His yep. architecture brain works differently than mine's, and I will never be able to understand it. With my dyslexic ADHD kinesiology brain. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, there's might, a lot. <laughs> might want to see a doctor about that. <laughs> like, or it's like in or in acronym terms. <laughs> uh, and oh I'm like God. surprisingly out of my engineering friends, all of them are white. Like that I'm closest to. Like there's like my one Indian friend. She was an engineering major, and then she dropped down to information systems, which I think is technically still a part of engineering. I don't know. I'm not an engineering major. We're not going to get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you're gay, you're brave. Yes. Why would I question that? I am a very brave person. To be honest, a lot of gay people that I've seen, they are pretty brave. I'm not gonna hold you. Honestly, like the bravery that you have, like this, especially depending on the time period you came out in, the bravery that you have to have to accept who you are against those who are religious, like doing it for religious aspects, and those who just, even with no religious aspects, believe you're immoral, is Mm -hmm. brave. Honestly. Like, the amount of people, like, the fact that it went from black people getting lynched to trans people getting lynched is dramatic. So, yeah, like, yes, I'm a, like, I'm, I'm definitely going to consider that brave. So, yes, you're correct. And then, but if you're white, the stereotype is you are racist. No, if you're white, the stereotype is that you're rich. Um, like, the stereotype is it's not really that you're racist. It's more that you have privilege. Yeah, that you refuse to acknowledge, and you can't really see other people in your own world because you know, like Like it's it's not really. I wouldn't say it's exactly the stereotype is racism. The stereotype is ignorance. Yeah, we we, it seems because ignorance is bliss Uh, to me. Majority of white people. I'm not talking about you know my homies who grew up you know in the Bronx where my grandma's at and stuff like that. I'm not talking about y'all. You don't apply. <laughs> you apply in like the smallest amount, but not completely. A very tiny sliver amount. Yeah, like we're we're going off of Texas standards here. We're not talking about 
trailer park or projects. Mm-hmm. Those are excluded. <laughs> Those are excluded at the current moment. But out of the majority of white people who live in, you know, nice suburban areas, you live in ignorance is bliss. The fact is that if I moved into one of these neighborhoods outside of this apartment complex that are in one of these nice little areas of a small area of Texas, not even like big, just small, everyone doesn't really know everyone, but close-knit enough to like know when something looks off, I know people will be calling the cops to my house. Exactly. Saying that, oh, you broke in, or you don't live here, or someone else lives here. Now, do I believe it's being done out of racism, per se? No, I believe it's being done out of ignorance because you've been trained on what blackness is based off of poor media and most likely your family. Like, yeah, I went to school with some kids who weren't how do I say this? Outwardly racist, if mm-hmm. I put it that way. Um, they were very friendly around me. They were very kind to me. But they still said and did things that were a bit iffy. Like some of them were very comfortable with saying the N-word because they were raised that that was okay. And because I lived in a predominantly white town, I didn't tell them not to. I just said, hey, specifically, don't refer to me as that. I don't care who you say to anyone else to about it. Just you know, stay out of trouble, and they mm-hmm. were kind of they were kind enough to respect that decision of mine. So and if they do stay around me, they will get dropped. Yes, fair enough. Um, one friend that I'm very close to, who he's actually been working on himself a lot. Like when we when we were in high school together, he was very much hardcore Republican. I was still pretty much an independent. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, I I was saying I was independent Republican leaning. Mm. iffy i don't like the word republican um (laughs) uh conservative leaning no no that doesn't work either i was independent i was an individualist yeah Yeah. um and he definitely said certain things that were pretty racist even though he meant them as jokes but as we like got out of high school and he saw everything that happened with Black Lives Matter and the police, he's basically come on like a full-on leftist and Black Lives Matter supporter and he's educating himself, which I am very proud of him for doing. But the reason he wasn't seeing that stuff in the first place is because he was so sheltered by his parents from seeing what the world is actually like and the school mm-hmm. also not really teaching about the history of a lot of things, basically a lot of whitewash history that our school basically grew up in ignorance. Like, I would, in my history classes, when it came to, you know, talking about slavery and stuff like that, you know, if you're the only black kid in the class, everyone's looking at you. Um, But, like, I had stuff to say about it, about treatments, about books that I've read, or movies that I've watched that were based off of true stories of those who survived, right? And, like, the amount of people who were just, like, surprised that they didn't even know about these histories of a lot of people that we talk about in our classes, they just had the whitewashed versions of them is just completely like, honestly, it's kind of mortifying of how much everything is watered down so that a certain community can keep living in its ignorance. And like, as we've heard recently, like nationwide, it's banned to for schools to talk about critical race theory. So, and like Juneteenth was also considered a national holiday. 
So mm-hmm. we can celebrate Juneteenth, but you can't learn about why we celebrate Juneteenth, basically. So like, if we get to the topic of slavery, it's going to have to be described as a way that farmers, uh, basically, they're going to say there were unpaid workers that farmers use to help generate more profit off of their crop. But they can't say that these farmers went to sales based off of science, picked out the physiques they wanted of African-American males and females to buy and to put on their farms, to also torture and to also breed. Which a lot of people don't even know about the breeding part that white males would either breed with their slave women to create more slave children to work inside the household or they would have African-American men rape their women to breed more children as well, which caused a lot of medical issues. And then recently what I found out is that because of those medical issues, um, like more on the woman's side of things, like they, they want to figure out how to fix it, right? How to make sure that these women could basically keep breeding more children. And a doctor used his female slaves to practice each surgery on. And he didn't give them painkillers because he didn't believe that black women could feel pain. Though he wrote down in his diaries that these women were, would scream while he would perform the surgeries for hours. And he did it multiple times. And it created some of the modern tools that we use for gynecology appointments for women to check the health of women to produce children. And he used three of his main female black slaves to practice on and perfect his technique on. It's like the the amount of things that we learn like that, like from our history was practiced on black people or even like during the Holocaust, like people don't even talk about the modern medicine practices that we now use that was used by Nazis Mm -hmm. as torture methods, but also to perform like to advance modern medicine. There's so many marginalized groups that we whitewash the history of in America that people never talk about. And now that schools have officially banned talking about critical race theory, we're going to have an entire generation of kids of all races not know about their history. Which is going to be very sad. And it's going to be an entire world of blissful ignorance. So if my child comes up to me and, ha- and, a- and asks me, like, in a couple of years if things haven't really changed, why do they have to be this way around the police if all of us are equal because the schools are trying to teach that, yeah, everyone's equal in America and no one's being treated differently when obviously there are signs that people are, especially if I have a black son. How, like, if school's not even teaching about how racism existed in the first place, how am I supposed to explain to my son when that his teachers are hiding truths from him and that like I would, it will be, I will bear the responsibility of teaching these things to my son, especially if he's black so that he's protected. Cause if anything teaching this in our today's society on how things are going right now will put so many black kids in danger about how like, if, if we basically say, Oh, you have rights. 
you can interact with the police this way when we know that if we do, we would most likely get shot or brutally beaten. That's putting my kids' health at risk. My future children, that's putting other children's futures at risk that are in the school system now who still have impressionable minds to be taught these things and still haven't been taught all of it. You're, you're wanting to teach peace without teaching that there's still violence out there in the world. And that's just... It's not right. It's not right. Like, school's supposed to prepare us for the future, and you guys already do that minimally in high school with trying to prepare us for college. You barely do anything for that. And now you're taking another part of the real world that we need to know, especially if you're a person of color. Like, if anything, they should have expanded to teaching people who are not of color how to properly use their privilege and support or in solidarity of those who are abused by it how to actually change laws, how to vote in local elections, which most of us don't know how to do. We know how to vote in primaries when it's like the president, but how we vote for our district representatives, how we vote for our judges, how we vote for our rep- uh, for the House of Representatives, how we vote for our Senate. Every year it comes around. We, we never talk about this. Like maybe when the governor comes around every now and then in Texas, like we will talk about like the governor, but because he's been governor for so long, People are like, ah, Texas is fine, and we vote him in over and over again without actually looking at the issues because we never taught people how to look at the issues and where it all starts from and who's in the chain of command of that and who's in charge of that. Who do we need to vote out? Who do we need to put in that will uphold our values? We don't look into that anymore. And then we go on the streets complaining about why isn't this fixed, and we protest it without realizing that when we have a vote, we don't know when to use it because the school system doesn't even teach us how to. They teach us how to vote for a president. They don't teach us how to actually vote for people to create change in the cities that we live in. And it's, and it's ridiculous. This should be a, a reason to expand learning, not to prevent it. Uh, okay, I went on my little rant. <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. Like, you didn't really hold back anything, and you said everything truthful. When people need to hear this, so I respect, I respect you, and I hundred percent agree with you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Next line now. Um, blaming capitalism, like that's the reason things are tough. While you tweet from your iPhone and sip on your Starbucks, you're supporting what you stand against. You don't think you are. A Percocet addict, don't donate money to pharma. Damn dog, we're all afraid to speak the truth. And the more afraid we get, the more we hate the ones who do. You're ashamed to be American. Okay, that's cool. Because honestly, we are all ashamed of you too. Uh, okay let's let's talk about this i don't get too much into the argument of capitalism Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna be honest there is he does he have a point yes we do there is a lot of our generation that argues against capitalism uh kind of more uh for socialism um which i do like agree with socialized medicine 
Like, I do believe that's a necessity, along with um, free schooling, mm-hmm. uh, which we're slowly in the process of doing. Um, I'm very proud of that. So certain aspects of things I, should, I do not believe capitalism should be a part of. Uh, but uh, the, while tweeting from my iPhone and sipping on Starbucks, uh, as I'm currently sitting on here talking to you through an iPad while reading the lyrics through my iPhone, um, <laughs> does he have a point? A little bit, yes. It, it it does seem partly hypocritical that we are funding these industries that are very much pro-capitalism. Unfortunately, that's just because we live in a capitalistic state. It's very hard to avoid capitalism unless we, you know, move, which for some of us isn't very feasible because, because of capitalism, we don't have enough money to basically afford living in the first place. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's an endless cycle. Um of arguing against capitalism and poverty. It's it's a it's a very much repeating cycle. Um you're supporting what you stand against and you don't think you are, but yeah. Not how do I explain this? What yes, give your your money to something it does stand for basically supporting it. Like you're you're allowing them to gain profit off of you. But it's the fact that, is that many don't have a choice because of the society we live in. Like, especially since COVID, right? We, COVID mm-hmm. basically propelled us to become a digitalized society where we need technology to communicate with others. Um, and usually the best technology, like no matter which type of technology you get, whether it's Samsung, whether it's Apple, whether it's HP or Dell, it's it's capitalized. It's it's capitalism. You're you're giving money into capitalism because that's the society we live in. But it's also now considered a necessity to something we need. Now, does everyone need Starbucks? No, not really. But like, are you saying that buying money from Starbucks isn't the same as investing into getting a coffee maker and then having to buy the packets for it each time, the K-cups. <laughs> like, it, it, again, you're going to find it everywhere you go. So it's not really avoidable. So, not really. like, unless you want everyone to go on, you know, a starvation strike, go homeless for a couple days, and protest capitalism by just not dealing with money at all, it's it's going to be very hard to fight capitalism without still being a part of it. it. It has to be fought from the inside when it comes to our society. So even though, yeah, he does make a point, it's kind of impossible to do the opposite um, without basically killing off an entire society. Which will suck. Yeah, it would definitely suck. Oh, boy. Um, he even ta- he talks me? about pharma, too. Yeah, he does. Um, here's the thing. When it comes to the medical industry, do I believe it should be socialized? Yes. Pharma only really cares about money. Which makes me very sad because that means a lot of people die because they can't afford it. Just because someone doesn't want to die doesn't mean they support the way they're trying not to die. For example, let's bring the drug dealer scenario, right? Man tries Uh to get a job. Let's say he's a high school dropout. He can't afford to go back to school to get his GED. So he decides to start selling in his local suburban neighborhood Uh so that he has enough to support his child's education, 
to support his family and to put food on the table. Does that mean he supports drug addiction and the destruction of families because of drug usage or opioid overdoses? No, not exactly, but he was also put into a situation where he did, where he reached a desperation point to survive. So, I, like, yeah, you can see what's wrong with that situation. You don't believe anyone should be selling drugs no matter what. At the same time, some people do what they need to to survive. So you don't know what they're, you don't know what they're going through. Exactly. So it's in this world, it's survival of the fittest. And if that means you have to do something dirty to get ahead, you will. Ask all of our politicians. I'm pretty sure they did. Even even if that means getting caught later on in the process and sent to prison for the rest of your life. And then you basically just get put into a rigged prison system that's made to make basically slavery legal. Yeah, because slavery is only illegal when it's not a associated with a crime (laughs) prison prison is basically legal slavery so unfortunately yes that is always going to be a risk let's see yep and uh he's ashamed of us you know what i think i mentioned this before i'm only i'm ashamed to be an american until it's the olympics (laughs) (laughs) Same here. Uh, you will hear me here. chanting USA all day <laughs> to, to support. And that is, that uh, is true. I don't. I hate America too. Like uh, my family don't really like America either. But let me tell you, when it comes to track and field, mm-hmm. it's a different story. I heard one joke was like, "I support." Uh, they were like. The U.S. Um, Olympics and everything, except when I see those Jamaican colors for track. <laughs> hey, look, look, our family is. Jama- I'm sorry for people that don't like Jamaica because we always beat them. I'm sorry, <laughs> but we got some fast runners. You can't. We got some fast people doing the four by one hundred, the four by two hundred, the hundred meters, the hundred ten meter hurdles. I'm sorry, we just good like that. Also, oh yeah, to re- to rewind a bit, right? When he was talking about the stereotypes, I would yeah. like to point out that when he's referring to the other issues, there's only one that's a stereotype, which is the Asian one. The other two are like being more popularized, but those aren't the stereotypes of those communities. Like the stereotypes that like that like everyone has harmful stereotypes about their communities. Like, black people, you know, are all gangsters and violent, and the women have anger issues, and the men are unstable. And then uh, when it comes to the LGBTQ plus community, uh, there's been the argument that all of them are pedophiles. There's been the argument that uh, basically all the men are flamboyant and touchy-feely and uh, have an agenda to turn everyone in the world into the rainbow. There's, <laughs> like, there's there's some pretty harmful stereotypes um, when it comes down to it, uh, to to both communities, uh, to all of them, uh, to be honest. So it's like, yeah, like, honestly, surprisingly enough, a lot of the stereotypes over the white community aren't that bad. 
other than racism. <laughs> like most of them are, you're rich, you have both your parents involved in your life, you have a great relationship with your parents, <laughs> uh, you get to go anywhere you want, you've actually got a car and you're licensed at 16, um, you're the modern American family, uh, you don't get pulled over by police, uh, you can go to parties and uh, your parents don't worry about you. Like, if we're talking about, like, the way the media popularizes, like, being a white girl in high school, you know how many parties those people went to? I don't remember going to any party that wasn't a theater party or a graduation party. They were... No. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if we're comparing stereotypes here, those sound so much better than the ones that I've heard about other races. <laughs> so, like, don't pick and choose your stereotypes, man. Like, they, they, they go everywhere and, and when, it come, when it comes to that. Because picking and choosing your stereotypes will probably not work. No, probably not. It won't. At all. A black person trying to act white doesn't work. A white person trying to act Asian doesn't work. I am so tired of people telling me that I act white. <laughs> like, what is acting white? I think in their I think for people's minds, you acting white. Like, for example, like, say, for example, you work for your boss, and then they, they like, they basically think, and when you're with your friends, you act like, 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 you act black like that, and then when they're with your boss, you'd be like, hold on. <clears throat> Hello, sir? Yes. Oh, okay, so that's oh, code oh, switching, which I yeah, noticed people are completely fine with. But the fact is that I don't code switch because my natural voice is enough. <laughs> like, yeah, I have those moments when I get angry, and I sound a little bit like my mom when the New Jersey accent kind of comes out, a little bit with a New Yorker. I'm like, certain words come out weird. Like, I'll say water. Like, it happens. <laughs> but but then, but then like, like, if I talk like this, like, this is how I speak normally. I speak mm-hmm. like this at work. The only thing that changes is that when I answer the phone, I make it a little bit more high-pitched to sound like I'm a bit more joyful. Now, when I'm with my friends, I also talk like this. And I'll laugh, and I'll joke around with them. When like middle school and high school, whenever I was around other black girls or even black guys, they'll be like, you sound so white or you act so white. And I'm like, act so white. I literally played basketball with you. Huh? <laughs> and, then, and then it's like, is it because like, I was like, I honestly thought it was because one of the coaches was also my English teacher. And I used to hate reading because of my dyslexia, and I was very slow at it. And we had to do reading logs, which made me pissed. But she slowly, like, she recommended, the first book I think she recommended me was The Giver. And I read it, and it was like, a, it's like a utopian, dystopian type of novel. And I loved it. I loved reading it. I actually really enjoyed it. And it was pretty comprehensible. So after that, she recommended me more books, and then I started writing books on my own. So I read a lot. I always had a book checked out of the library. Like, my mom, when I got a library card, my mom would get mad because I'd bring home, like, five books <laughs> for me to read in, like, two weeks' time. Um, and that's something I ended up thoroughly enjoying. 
but the girls on the basketball team were either on social media, they were dancing to music and stuff like that, which I had no problem with wanting to dance and stuff like that, but I honestly was having more fun just enjoying reading my books. And because I enjoyed reading my books, I was being called too white. And I was like, huh? Am I not supposed to be allowed to read? And, and like, it's it's the fact that, like, the people who were saying I was too white weren't even the white people. It was the black people. I was experienced... I was basically experiencing a different form of racism from my own community. Yeah, which sucks. So it's like, they're basically, like, it honestly kind of destroyed my identity a little bit. I was going through, like, the most I got from white people, right, wasn't really Mm -hmm. that I was acting too white. They would ask me if I was mixed with something, and it usually wasn't white. It was more like, your hair texture is really different, your bone structure is really different. Are you, like, mixed with Native American or Latina? And I was like, I don't know. I haven't taken an answer for DNA test. I have now. It's Latina. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and white. It's both. It's all of the above. <laughs> Just put them all on the list. Um, but, like, that was something that I would expect to hear from, like, my white friends. For it to come, like, kind of out of pocket. I never really expected to be outcasted by my own community. And, unfortunately... When I got to high school, that's what caused me to kind of veer away from making friends with black people, which like it's kind of like I was dealing with my own like internalized racism because of the hate I got from middle school for just being myself. I didn't want to have to change myself from other people. And my mind automatically went to since I was in like the school that I had left, like when like sixth grade was predominantly Latina and black and the black kids there disliked me because I made friends with the white kids and Latina kids there. I didn't re- like, and that was viewed as pretty disrespectful. And I got in a lot of trouble for it with uh, kids that were in my classes. And I would call, and like, with me, I wasn't the kid who like got bullied and like lied about it. If I got bullied, the first thing I did was usually tell the teacher or tell my mom, and it got dealt with. Like, and I know people were like, uh, possibly made it worse but surprisingly enough um it didn't for me and i think that was solely on the reason that i made friends with all the officers and cops on that were on the campus so um <laughs> maybe i maybe i used police brutality in my favor in sixth grade and didn't know it who knows but um like i had already had to experience that type of hatred for just being kind of like the nerdy, tall, lanky kid who didn't play basketball in sixth grade. I did karate because that was the sport I liked and the school offered it as a PE class. So why wouldn't I take it when I just like I had to leave my hometown where I did have a karate dojo and I couldn't study there anymore because like four hours away. So it's like I wanted to continue my training, even if that meant I had to start from the beginning again. So I took the class instead of being like every other kid who took athletics to join the basketball team or like who know, who did sports i was different i was you know not like other girls no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking and then when i moved to a predominantly white school i was like okay maybe the black kids here that were like small it's a very small group won't be as bad as the school that i went to where it was like predominantly latina and african-american mm-hmm Yet they were the ones, like, the, like I just got bullied by kids at the other school for being friends with white kids. These girls were the ones that called me too white. 
saying that I acted too white, that I spoke too white. And it always bothered me. Like, it bothered me so bad that no matter if I was in a predominantly white area or a majority African-American area, that people from my community just were not going to accept me. So when I got to high school, I had my own internalized racism against black people. I avoided making friends with any black person. Most most of my friend group were white kids or Indian kids or Korean kids or like foreign exchange students. Honestly, I made friends with foreign exchange students who didn't even speak my language because I felt like I had more things in common with them than I did with other black kids. And like, did I possibly avoid drama from some of those situations? Yes, but I also probably missed out on a lot of experiences that I could have learned from my own community. I didn't even join the Black History Club, which was like weird because everyone who was black at the school joined the Black History Club. And I didn't because I just, I did not feel comfortable in that setting. Which uh, senior year, fun fact, um, the president of the Black History Club uh, was a friend of mine whose name was Michael. He is white and he was president of the Black History Club. And me, a black female, was president of the LGBTQ plus club. So <laughs> roles slightly got reversed. Uh, but at the same time, everyone just kind of vibed. <laughs> um, it's good that everybody vibes. Yeah. So, like, then it's, we're not even going to get into the homophobia that came from my own community as well. Am I still personally dealing with some internalized racism? I would say yes. And I'm still working on that with myself because I am still also very wary of black kids, even though I feel like I shouldn't be. There was issues on campus with a Trump protester and uh, a girl came up uh, to the situation. I believe they were talking about police brutality. It was a white girl. And I was actually talking to someone else uh, who was also a Trump supporter, but we were having more of a peaceful dialect. And it was honestly a pretty growing experience to actually be able to explain something calmly without there being yelling. But on the other side, like there was yelling and it was an older man. They were all yelling at him. Um, this girl comes up and she was like, basically like, not all cops are bad. Like my dad's a cop, right? Which we already know it's gonna end badly but it got to a point where one of the girls in the crowd yelled at her saying well your dad's probably a murderer and it affected her badly so like she walked away crying and me and the group already noticed we walked over to her said hey do you need water and i explained to her like hey even if you don't believe like i had a conversation like even if you don't believe all cops are bad your dad is still a part of a system that is systematically racist. Your dad may not be, like, as a human being, a bad person. But by him being a part of this organization, he's automatically going to be labeled as a bad cop. Because, yeah, because... It, it, there's enough bad apples to make them all bad if you're supporting the system without actually promoting change. But uh, yeah, Especially since we've seen that. Very true. I was like, unless, I was like, if I met your dad, your dad was like, yeah, I 100% support defund the police. I support Black Lives Matter. I believe we as police officers have too much power. Respect if he outwardly spoke about that. I was like, but I don't know your father. I don't know if he spoke out about those things. I don't know about his political beliefs. All I know is that he willingly, willingly decides to wear a badge and a uniform that has a history of hurting my community. And that's all those girls see out there as well. So I'm sorry that they called your father a murderer especially when you see it as him putting his life on the line for their protection. 
every but game. But th- th- these are two different perspectives. As as like and you as like when you went into that, you went straight into fire. As like it takes time and you need to study a little bit more up on your history. And we had a calm conversation. She calmed down. She was doing pretty good about it. I was so mad about the heated situation though about them promoting that violence because I one, I hate seeing people hurt no matter what their political beliefs are, right? So I went in there, I was like, hey, guys, guys, I understand emotions are high right now, but we should not be attacking people at hominem. We should not be attacking people's character in the situation. We need to have actual conversation about the change that we need to see in our community. And I, the response I got back, which honestly I probably should have expected and like looking back on it, was a bunch of black girls saying you're either with us or against us. You can't be for both sides. And that I was betraying my community by saying that we should remain peaceful. And they were like, I'm okay. We're being peaceful. And he got assassinated and they're trying to be like Malcolm X. And like, as they were yelling this at me, I was literally like, yo, you do know Malcolm X was assassinated as well. And when we talk about history, who do we talk about? Who, who do they victimize more for the, for the assassination? I like, do you hear anyone supporting when it comes to America, the way our society is built, supporting Malcolm X's methods? No. The reason people talk about the assassination of MLK so much is because he was viewed as a majority peaceful man. Now, did his views start to change because he started to agree a little bit more with Malcolm X as things went along? Yes. Because he realized that certain things need more affirmative action behind them if that makes more sense so which is a part of history that they whitewash we're not going to go too deep into it but when it came to like us being on a college campus having a discussion with a trump person who we already know is too old and not going to change his ways in my view there was no need to be violent or attack anyone ad hominem from the situation the best scenario in my opinion was to walk away from the situation or to actually have a peaceful dialect. Let him yell all he wants, but be the bigger person. And they did not agree with me on that. They honestly refused to listen for me for that. And I was told that I was betraying my people. Because that I believe that everything on campus should have remained peaceful. And one girl actually tried to fight me. And a friend of mine was not about to let that happen. And stepped in front of me to prevent that from happening. And that also like had an emotional effect on me. Because it's like... If I can't even talk about these issues with my own community on how I believe we should go about it, because all they believe is just basically burning down the society and extremism, how, like, there's no way, like, if, if we, in my opinion, if we go about everything with extremism, we will automatically be labeled as a terrorist organization, as a threat, which will cause more harm in the society that we live in. Unfortunately, the reason I believe things should be going about peacefully and not violently even though I know people are tired and angry is because that violence is automatically going to be used to weaponize against us to justify the means of shooting and killing and using lethal force, which is what people like we saw it during the black lives matter protests when the riots started happening, which were only like what 6% of the actual protests that were happening that broke out into riots. And most were started by police, but they use those riots to validate using lethal force where children were present using tear gas which is considered a war crime on citizens 
they use that violence to justify their their actions. Yet when when you, when we saw the videos of protests that remained peaceful that were actually started by police, you saw the people starting to notice that oh, it's not because black people are violent. It's because the police want to always have ultimate control over every person, not just black people, over every person in their communities. They want to feel like they always have the power. And you saw, you started to see people who noticed that when they didn't pay attention to the riots, when they didn't pay attention to the paid at violence that they believed was started by the crowd. And especially if they you know, just don't listen to Fox News all the time. That's what I loved seeing was people starting to actually notice because of peace. Yet, like, I guess, in the heat of the moment, I understand the reaction because emotions were already high and I stepped into the line of fire. I 100% get it. And my brain works differently when it comes to processing situations like this. And I don't always process people's emotions and situations very well when it comes to at the moment. I have to think back on them to figure out what went wrong. So, do I have any malice towards those girls? No. Am I very hurt by what they said as fellow Black queens of our community? Yes. I took it very personally in the moment, especially when you try to inflict bodily harm upon me. When you attempt to do that, that, that that's, autom- that's going to have an effect on me. I believe they're justified 100% in their anger and the emotions. I just didn't feel like there was any justification for the actions that were happening. Like, we, we can't control our emotions, but we can control our actions and what we say and what we do. So if they feel validated in what they did, good, props on them. They don't need my approval for that. If they feel like what they said and what they did was the right thing by calling that girl's dad a murderer, I'm glad that they approve of what they did. I may never approve of it, but again, I'm an individual person. I have no power over them. They do not need my approval to do that. I personally will never go about that way when it comes to talking to people about these issues. But they're allowed to do whatever they please. I just hope it doesn't backfire on either of us, depending on which methods we decide to use. So, my 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 relationship with the Black community is very much strained as a Black person. And it's very hard for me to find like-minded black people so this podcast has honestly been very uh very nice to see like a predominantly poc crowd to talk to when it comes to these issues you guys should you got us to to the day we die that's real thanks man you're welcome you're always the homie in my eyes (laughs) silence no same thing i'm being serious same thing goes for silence same thing goes for Tony, same thing goes for G, and same thing goes for November. G better got my back. I'll fight him. <laughs> <laughs> of course you both will. I know how you both are. Uh, since you covered that nicely, last thing I want to get into before we wrap it up for tonight is the bridge. We could all get along, but there's no stopping. Everyone's wrong. That's that's a real problem. They don't want to hear it, but they still talking. Soon enough, we're running out of options. This ain't and this ain't gonna end till it's in a coffin. We ain't gonna be friends till we try to squash it. I don't know how we can make 
amends, so we drop it. Snowflakes melt when it's hot, kid. Honestly, kind of like the entire protesting that I just explained. Of people may have ideas and solutions, but they're being shot down automatically by the majority because no one's willing to listen. And that's coming from both sides. Like, some people, when it comes to finding solution, is honestly just minding your own business. Um, when it comes to certain issues, like, uh, for example, abortion. Roe v. Wade was basically, like, your right to privacy right there, right? Um, mind your own business. And just, and just stay out of people's business. <laughs> Um, and like the this thing going into me in the coffin. The way things are going right now, feels like it. Like it feels like people are going to be fighting for some of these issues till the day they die, until everyone just forgets it, forget it ever happened. They wash it away and pretend it never existed. I completely agree with you. Till basically what Jess is saying. Still stuff. Till stuff changes. This is the way the world's going to be. That's just real. We can do a lot of stuff to change it, but without certain people, without people, it's not going anywhere. So for the whole song... Are we trying to rank I, it? <laughs> uh, I mean... If you want to rank it, like, do I like the song? No. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there. No, I don't like the song. No, but do I, I believe like the song, song definitely points out and makes you think about the issues that we need to, like, and actually talk through them, realize how deep they actually go out of the simplicity of the song? Yes. And I do believe that this song will definitely create more good than harm um, when people actually listen to it. Like, people have the same reactions to uh, I'm Not Racist. So, I feel like this will, this will have surprisingly a good impact when it comes to creating solutions. And hopefully people actually listen instead of, you know, jumping the gun uh, to what he's saying. Because I know I basically jumped the gun the first time I heard it and I had to sit down, breathe, and then read. <laughs> Just read <laughs> through it. <laughs> so, um I honestly hope like more people take the time to listen to the song and then discuss the issues for themselves. Like you don't really have to agree with them uh, on how he believes these issues are being viewed or his definitions of certain things, but you you have to admit he definitely did make an impact with writing this. Yeah, he did. And this song will hit hard for a lot of people. It will. And plus, it will get you thinking a lot. Yeah, I know a lot of people is not going to agree with the song. Not a lot of people is going to agree with what he's saying, but he's stating facts. This is what we do with in America. Do we, do we stay? Do we stay what's happening right now? Or do we think about, or do we think about it, reflect on it, and try to make the world better? It's 2021, people. Let's come together. Make this world a better place for everybody. Because, like, at the end of the day, it's it's really, it's not, like, as much as race is a factor in today's society, 
when it comes to how we are and interact with each other, it should never really be about race. It should never be about creed. It should never be about religion, your political beliefs. Like at, at some point when people were, I guess you could say more passive towards the things that, that was happening to them. We lived in a society where no one really cared about what your political beliefs are. And then Trump came into the picture and it knocked everything out of the water. Like everyone who was a Republican was automatically labeled a Trump supporter, whether they liked it or not. And it definitely created more of a divide. And that's a divide that we need to slowly start working on fixing. I don't believe uh, my personal belief. Do I believe Biden can do that? No. I don't honestly believe he's even doing enough to hold that divide, but I feel like us as a society and how connected we are on the media, we can slowly start to do that. I agree with you 100%. Well, we always got to start slow and steady, and we always got to start somewhere. I agree with that 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that was a that was a well yeah, that's our that's our breakdown of the song Snowflakes by Tom McDonald. Um there are some other songs by him or his recent one that he just came out with. Um it's probably more impactful than this, but later on if the whole group agrees well, you know, we can go over that one. Obviously, we got to listen to it first. But what Tom McDonald says is true. I mean, yeah, like I said, not a lot of people are going to agree with this or a lot of people are going to be mad at him, but he's speaking facts. So what can you do? You can't hand on a man for speaking straight facts. You hear, like honestly, I I can't hate on him. Like he's he spoke what he believed, and even if I disagree with him, uh, some points majorly, some only slightly, um, he was bold enough to say it. And honestly, like even when it comes to like, let's be honest, even when it comes to racism, I rather you have, I rather you be like an outright full on racist to me, than try to cover it up and act like you're not, because at least you're owning up to your sins. <laughs> but, That's true. <laughs> So, like, like, honestly, respect to him for saying what he thinks um, and allowing people to honestly start this discourse on what they agree and disagree when it comes to these political issues. Yeah. yeah it, it definitely got my head thinking about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a heavy song. Yeah. That's, uh, let's uh let's get some sleep. <laughs> let's call it a night. Yeah. So for everybody tuning in to part number two, thank you. This was a long song to break down. Um, but we got through it and I hope y'all enjoyed it. This is organized mess. We love y'all and good night, y'all. Peace out. Peace out.